Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for joining us. It has been a little hiatus since you have seen our wonderful faces. It has been probably and, way um, too long, to be honest. So we, we do apologize. We've been busy. We've actually, oh, we actually if, if anything, we got out a little too early out of the gate and we just thought we'd let everyone play a bit of catch up. Yeah, uh, that's right. I'm <laughs> looking at you, Dr. Supercoach. So uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, this is a little bit of a get together for us to kind of go through. Uh, a few different things, some Q&As, how we're setting up with our team at the moment. And so that way you can see how we're looking pre-JLT without any bias. Uh, and True that. get some ideas. Uh, we'll just go through a bit of the run sheet before we really get into it. Um, so we're going to go through a little bit about the AFLX. We've got some lead codes that we want to dish out as well. We're going to go through exactly what we're going to be doing with that this year. Uh, we've got a group code that we want to share. Um, we've got a Keeper League announcement that we're going to go through. Then we've got our team reveal. Um, we're going to go through a little bit about um, some pods uh, around the park that you can have a look at in your teams this year and keep a lookout for in JLT. Some Q&As, a bit of watch list, and then we're done for the evening. So it's going to be pretty extensive. Yes. I hope you're strapped in and ready for a wild, wild ride. Chris says extensive. I don't believe so. Tell us about the it's, sponsors tonight, though, mate. This, this is uh, a little bit about wet feet sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are sponsored by Chris's Ego, uh, once again <laughs> coming to the fore. So... Uh, I've already downed one, but uh, look, we're going to do cut and dry today. I don't so mind a bit of dry. Cut and dry, except they put a little nipple on it, so I'm not sure. You can probably see this here. Why <laughs> are they putting a little nipple on this? They want to try and make it more feminine because it's only mid-strength, you see. Is that why you're offering it to me, Chris? <laughs> That's literally it. Well, anyway, it does have a nice pop. So uh, My sponsor for tonight's pod is a beautiful bottle of Crown Royale Apple. Um, I've actually been... There's a bit of a story behind this. When I went to Hawaii a few years ago, I found this at a bottle and I'm like, oh, yeah... I need to be able to drink this thing. And then I literally haven't found it anywhere since. And on the cruise that I just went to, they were having it on duty free. I'm like, yeah, I don't mind if I do. So I managed to grab two bottles. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying that quite a, quite a lot at the moment. So right. I'm going to have to get you a tiara then so you can have your tiara, tiara while you have your crown. <laughs> so now just a shout out to all of our guys that are currently live on Twitch. We've got uh, TEP, Doherty, Clarky. And Stonesy all uh, all commenting there. Yep, I think they're waiting for their uh, their Twitch lead code. So Clarky has just said um, uh, your hair has magically turned from grey to black. <laughs> it's actually mousy brown there. Yep. Thanks, Clarky. He's done the reverse Michael Jackson. <laughs> we all like to do that, right? Am I right or am I right? Well, I guess he probably did go grey in the in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went to white, yeah, and now yeah, he's yeah. probably more okay. like a grey. All right, we'll, uh, we'll go through the codes a little bit later, but um, first and foremost, um, just sharing um, our thoughts on the AFLX. And I think this year they got a lot more right than they did last year. I think last year they sort of made the assumption that you know you, they'd get some decent players out in the park, it'd be a little bit of fun, and just no one bought into it. I think the introduction of the fact that they had the captains and they had like a, a very decent teams running out, apart from your team, of course, <laughs> I didn't even watch a minute of AFLX. You, so. didn't, you didn't. You didn't like it at all. No, I was up there. I was up the coast for a wedding. Well, so yeah, I, I managed to. You I went, got on, you the went on the Saturday. I went on the Friday. Uh, yes, of course. So yeah. we had. I was entertaining. Not entertaining. I was being entertained with countless beers on the Friday night. So I did not watch any of the AFLX. Fair enough. Well, so, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't think it's something that you could. You know, they're going to make a massive comp out of. I'm glad that they literally had it in one night, and you know, they're not making too much of a thing about it. But 
I tell you what, they put a lot of marketing into that one night of football, didn't they? Three hours of football yep. and they put a lot of budget into it. And I think that's what a lot of people are complaining about, the fact they put so much money into it. I actually saw, I think it's a tweet by Supercoach Saviour. Savior. Um, don't hold me to that, but uh, said, oh, the footy's finally back on. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. have you not learned from Pendlebury? <laughs> Just- I was like... Just can't slow your roll there, buddy. I, I actually nearly tweeted. Uh, <laughs> sorry if I got it wrong, but I did nearly tweet saying, um, I was like, oh, geez, look out. And then, although to be fair, I haven't watched a minute of football yet this year. So I am looking forward to tomorrow night, and I'm hoping I can actually watch uh, yeah. a bit go down. So And look, we don't, um, uh, like, you know, the, the women's football can do their own thing. We don't really, it's not comment or whatever. I'm all for it, but I spend so much time researching and looking at so much on the male side of footy but by the like, time by the it time comes, it comes in, around I, i'm like yeah. oh, like i know my, my dad's all for it and he keeps on chatting to me about it you know i did see taylor harris miss a kick from right in front and apparently like three and one quarter but um <laughs> like i am all for it it's just i don't i spend so much time watching the men play and analyzing it so yeah. that way like all my all the research going into draft and my spreadsheet and that sort of stuff it takes up a lot of my time this year so like yeah exactly year, I, don't, anyway. I don't really have time to focus on another league I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna, <laughs> seriously once everything starts once I pick my draft team I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna do because I've spent that many hours on it yeah um, we are itching to get into the season. I think that everyone on this pod and everyone in uh, in our Twitch chat and everyone listening um, is in agreement that the season just needs to start already. Uh, needs to get here. Um, shout out to the guys. So, uh, TP Doherty says, I got blind and didn't even realize the AFLX grand final was even on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Fife, Fife looked scrumptious from uh, Clarkie, and he did look good. So, um, yes. I think what we realized from the AFLX is that the guns are still guns, but they're even bigger guns when they're only versing like eight people on the field and they've got a lot of space. Yep. But Cripps just monstered people. It was funny. He ragged all uh, any bets in the goal square. Did you see that on Facebook? It was, uh, it was pretty I funny. I saw him do the drop kick. Yeah, that was good as well. I mean, it was lighthearted. It was fun, but... I was like, how's that not play on? He's just handed the ball off. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing I liked about it was that that because the Stars were in it and they were, you know, they were playing seriously, but they were also just having fun with it. Like, the difference is their version of having fun compared to like a, you know, a recruit coming in. They're really trying to impress and trying to outrun their legs. You know, the guys just having fun and you get that personality across and they had, um, you know, danger on audio and like, I, I liked it. Do I want to see more of it? No. Like, I'm happy with it one night a year, but absolute max. Nice little precursor to the JLT, and now we can get on to the serious stuff. Yep. And um, now Fife can go and have his elbow surgery and uh, get back <laughs> Well, I think, it was, I think he actually needed to do that beforehand, but he sort of delayed it until after the Yeah, AFLX. he's like, oh, I'm, I'm playing AFLX. And yeah, yeah. Next minute, oh, surgery. And um, like Tom McDonald, who just leaves um, just before. Pretty much. Uh, now, before we get into that, we're going to jump into uh, what we're doing with the lead codes. I'm just going to switch this over. So, um, our Twitch lead code is there now. So, if anyone's on Twitch is watching us, and there's obviously quite a few in there. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what Ice Truckula also said. His, his elbow didn't uh, like AFLX. No. Um, Might so- get you to just type that in as well, Chris, in the chat. So that way, if guys pop in later, they still will be able to get it. Yep. Because so you're going to take that away at I some will. point. Yes. So-, so, this is our Twitch league um, exclusive. Uh, group on, uh, sorry, not group, um, league code. 18 man league, you can verse us. Yeah. Like so always. At the end of the day, guys, um, what we found, and, and we did a big group last year, and you, if you've been following us for a while, you've probably seen that we have, you know, we did a group, big group with the idea of making divisions and having, you know, Div 1, Div 2, Div 3, right through yep. Div 10. Except uh, the problem is, people that made Div 1, only a handful have actually messaged back. Yep. Um, yep they... Literally three from the entire first division. <laughs> three people have got back to us. So they're probably related to Zorko. Just um, you know, 
You offer out a knowledge yeah, range exactly and right. you get nothing back. Well, I just think people just they just don't want to tune in at this stage of the preseason. But and then yeah, they'll be like, oh, I should have made Div One. It's yeah. like, well, no. For us, that's weeks and weeks of work to be able to collate all that data, make sure that everyone's you know the right person, and verify them, add them to the league, and then continue to go to the next league. Yep. So what's your what's your solution? Times. Chris? So what we're going to do is this. We've already... Obviously, those three people are definitely going to be in Division 1. We are going to have divisions, but what we're going to do is we're going to tighten that right down. So we're likely going to have only three or four divisions this year, and how we're going to do it is based on uh, the people out there. You'll need to write into us. We'll put a post up in the next week or so. Yeah, with a, so write in with a screenshot of your last, last year's last score. Year's score. Yep. Um, or if you had such a bad year, even if you sent us the year before, if you had a screenshot of it, we might be able to sneak you halfway up. Yeah, we'll I see. mean, with four leagues, we're probably not going to have too much. No. But the idea of that is that that will then form, and you also need to give us your email address so that we can uh, follow you up. Yes, and uh, send you the invite and everything like that. If you choose not to follow up with it the following year, you drop out, and then other people join in, which Correct. obviously will happen. So, Chris, does that mean I get to start in Div 1? even though It does. Horribly? It does mean that we get to start in Div 1 again. <laughs> you just want the pleasure of me stinking You know stinking why? Up. Because we can. Yeah. So, you know, and, if I stink, and if I stink it up, you get the pleasure of watching me get kicked into the seconds. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so we do apologize for those Ooh. people who were looking forward to that, but we will obviously, we're trying to make amends with it. This is the only solution that we've got because really, at the end of the day, we don't have hours and hours every night to post people, follow up with people, try and find them on Twitter, try and you know, email them, all that jazz. We want it a little bit smaller and more exclusive yep. so that we can actually do it properly. It's a big multiverse and it's hard to find people on the line. On the line. Uh, anyway, a blender, quick, what? <laughs> I'm just going to interrupt quickly, Chris. Uh, quick little bet update. Um, so, as you know, oh, Chris, yeah, has already paid out. Chris has already here paid out his numerous bets. In our draft comp, we don't do snake, we do linear. Uh, but we have a series of five competitions to determine your order. So you have to kind of you know, earn your place. With three skilled comps, so your ladder predictor, um, you're also looking at the year itself in our draft comp, uh, tipping, and then we have two random comps, which Chris happened to come first and second in. I did. Uh, he went from coming, so we added two people ninth. to our league, he was ninth, and then jumped all the way up to fifth spot, equal Hell. fourth. Uh, so luckily, uh, I stunk it up, well, mid-tier. So now Chris actually has a place ahead of mine, which means I get Three to places. claim. Don't 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 sell it. Ahead down. of mine, I now get to claim your second round pick. We he do does. a switch. He does. Which he is gets great. He so gets get, my second round pick swap, so he so goes three, pick, yeah, yeah. yeah, eight and 15, or no? Is that nah, it? it's... Um, yeah, eight and 15. Eight and 15. Yeah, and I have to get eight and 20. Yes. Yep. So... Oh, no, five and 20, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's Either way, I take his second round pick, so it's a little silver lining for me. Uh, lucky I won that bet. Yeah, well, lucky for you. Um, lucky for me. It's not going to matter. Look, You're going to go Zorko second round or something no, stupid anyway. No. Uh, we actually might show our... Um, we had a uh, Slack League as a... A bit of a mock, but also um, there's a, a Dr. Supercoach Slack at the moment um, through their Patreon um, that I'm also a part of, which is pretty cool. Um, we had a, a league just randomly last night, um, and me and Ben were in it, and uh, we feel we've done Mon- pretty good. Monday night. Monday night, yes, yeah, sorry. So that was really it was really fun, but um, good just to test out how we're uh, going about uh, choosing picks. And how what people value some picks, because some guys jumped really early, like yeah. Zach Williams went... Way too early. And Above Hearn. Zach Williams went before Hearn did, which was uh, outstanding. And so, part yeah. of uh, a pod next week that we do with the JLT, we're actually going to go through a little bit of draft strategy for those that are doing their drafts, because a lot of drafts come in the yeah. last week um, of, but before their season starts, so we're going to do a draft-specific pod, Yes. Um, just focusing on what and the we've best part, seen. And the best part about draft-specific is, is that now that that draft will be done, our draft is this Sunday, and I'm going to release my Can't spreadsheet. Wait. 
Cannot wait. Yeah. So after that's done, we've got an awesome spreadsheet that we're going to be able to do out. If you want early access to that, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. Contact us because literally I'm, I'm ready. I've actually, even through just today, I actually spent time, I went through and added in true averages and then have a separate column now. So then it'll automatically have everything high to low as far as average, but you include the true average in that. And then for guys that you think you're going to sput it up like a Tom Hawkins and go down from 100, you just change that in a white and then it automatically adjusts it for you so yeah, i am good, ready hey? for sunday chris you should be you ready. should be scared oh i'm i'm actually kind of scared because i'm going to be taking the value no, 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 that no, no, you're no. looking at that's this is the first time you've ever actually had to use some strategy with your it picks. is that that's why i'm scared uh, it's five years no four years in a row i had a top four pick and yeah. now i'm pick eight so i'm gonna have to mix it up uh fair enough really anyway um so yeah that's that's what we're doing with our uh with our leagues and uh, so unfortunately that now uh, I will drop the dr- the group code now as well. Um, I, actually, no, I didn't didn't go through. We'll drop a, a group pod a group code at the end of this pod, and we'll also uh, put that on Facebook. And that's just so anyone that does follow us, if you do want to be the winner of yeah. our league at the so end of the year, it'll be first sixteen up for the league, and then the uh, group one you can just jump in. Everyone can. Yeah, do exactly it. right. Yeah. yeah, so we will just Free have fun. just some random leagues as well, just for people who just want a, a little bit more social a- atmosphere. And yeah, how many can like we that. have? Is it um... we can have ten each. So. 20 effectively yeah so we've, we've got a few to play with and we'll, we'll have a bit of fun with it um and we'll see how we go which is pretty cool um now we've got a, another thing as well that we announced last night so one of our regular followers you've probably heard of him he's probably in uh watching our twitch right now his name's stonesy or mark stones really really great follower a lot of banter provides us with um a heap of uh, memes and and fun through the year um, came to us during the week and actually asked if we could uh, launch an official Keeper League for us. Yeah, which, um, I'm interested. I, I've never done a Keeper League, always wanted to, and the strategy is going to be insane. Like, my spreadsheet doesn't go deep enough for you know, guys with talent for the long haul, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it will be, and we've, we, we've both never done Keeper League before, which is going to be just a new thing. We've always just been a standard single-season draft. And mainly because we actually really enjoy the draft day. I think that's probably our biggest thing is that we actually like drafting yeah. people afresh every year. Like how many people three, do you get to hours. keep at the end of the year? Um, Half? You, you keep all your team and then you drop whoever you don't want to. And then there might be a there's, mandate. There's another draft day though. I swear, yeah, yeah. I, I swear you keep yeah. like half. Every year you have a draft day, but yeah, it's it, it, obviously you can keep have as many as you want, but there'll be a minimum that you have to drop. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Minimum, yeah. Just like a just like in an AFL season, yeah. we can set those rules as we go along if it's five or 10 or 15 or whatever you want. But um, because that end of it, after you get past 22 players, which is the maximum you can have yep. on a um, list, on a list then everything else is backed up on a spreadsheet. So if you have a 40-list oh, wow. keeper league, or depending on how long you want to go, how deep you want to go, Jeez. you can do that like a typical AFL list, and then you know, or you can just have it at 22. Yeah, that sounds messy, a 40-man league. No, nah, it's fun. It's all good. On a spreadsheet? Yeah, someone will, just yeah. Put, someone will put them in their side going, oh, this person's Well, available. again, that's the great thing about keeper league. You, know, you can change it to however you want. No. Um, so just to, to here on uh, Twitch again, so Clark says, Billings pick one. Um, he said, nope, that's not my name. Uh, and Stanley said, my sheep goes deeper. Okay. Uh, Anyway, so we'll just read out. So we've got some successful applicants. We did put up a post. We had a lot of people reply. So we do thank everyone for, um, sharing their interest with us. We do apologize. There is obviously a limited amount of spots. It was only six. Was not chosen by us. Was chosen by Stonesy. So, so save your hate mail because no one's written it. Yep. Um, and he will also be the admin for this. So we've given him, uh, reins to actually manage this because, Again, we've got a lot 
of things already that we need to manage. So we didn't speak about this, Chris. Oh, I just gave him the reins. <laughs> just undercut him. <laughs> um, okay. So um, the, the successful people were uh, Christian Paul Butler. What? Yes. Yeah, so still going on this. Eh? Would oh. you like that to, to admin this? Or do you do you want someone else to do it? He's got experience. Oh no no, I'm cool for that. It was. Oh, okay. I just feel like your girlfriend or something. Like you've just gone and bought a car and haven't even like asked my permission. Or, Story of my life. Even though I won't care, Chris, but you should ask me if I okay. care. Okay. Not like I will care. Sure. So why are we talking about it again? Because Chris, <laughs> a lesson needs to be learned. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. All right then. Welcome, okay. Ad- Admin Stonesy. Is, Ad- um, Admin Stonesy. Yeah. Admin Stonesy. So not a, not of like the like Super Coach page, just like that specific. Well, for, I don't know. Keeper League. Anyway, yeah, how good. about you tell me off air like you so, should have done already? So, <laughs> um, the successful applicants: Christian Paul Butler, number one. Number two is Dave Swears. Number three is Heath Kingham. Number four is Mark Kenner. Number five is Super Coach Guardian. Number six is Tony Gamma. I tell you what: if you shorten Mark Kenner, you get McKenna. That's true. And I'm not sure that's his real name. But if it is, that's odd. <laughs> um, so congratulations, guys. Um, we will actually private message you in the next couple of days. Um, give you directions to join our Facebook uh, Keeper League group. Yep. And, and uh, share our league code. And league code. Yes, correct. Yep. So congratulations, guys. And uh, um, if there are spots that become available or if there's interest in the community for us to host other Keeper Leagues... Um, and if you want to join a keeper league, but you're not necessarily don't, don't know anyone that would be interested, let us know, and we should be able to host that sort of thing as well. Yeah, we could always so facilitate. We can facilitate that. I mean, so. Chris can do anything. I don't even need to be here. <laughs> shredded, <laughs> absolutely shredded. Um, all right, now we come to the cool part of the um, of the uh, segment where we can go through our keeper leagues. So. Um, uh, sorry, our, t- our team reveal for standard. Um, now, this is going to be a pre-GLT. There's going to be, obviously, changes between now and then. Um, and I think even five minutes before, Ben was uh, salaming and ahhing about his defense. Well, so. I was like, if I get rid of Witherden, then I could pretty much have 90k to put somewhere else, you know, so... Fair enough. Witherden to Zach Williams, that is. Now, just quickly anyway. before we move on, um, so Seeker just tuned in. Did I literally just miss the league code? <laughs> uh, scroll up if you scroll can. Up Does the, it scroll? Or yeah, no? you, you should be able to see the Twitch chat there and uh, and go there, so that's fine. Um, is Ben sponsored by Head? <laughs> I don't, I don't even know uh, it's a Head shirt. Oh, okay, cool. That no, I'm not. Sense. I just like the T-shirt. It's kind of a, a cross between Brisbane Heat and the Adelaide Strikers, so it's a nice, it's a nice colour. Um, I'm also sponsored by Red Wine tonight, so I'm mixing it up today, guys. I'm just having a little bit of everything. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Where was that stashed? I, I, yeah, I've always got a spare. I've actually got this, <laughs> anyone wants to know. Right here is a cold bag with my sugar-free lemonade for my further drinking later. <laughs> so that way I don't have to move between pods. That's thinking up here, mate. Chris, for someone this prepared, you should have been able to contact me sooner about Stancy. <laughs> You're that's the last thing. That's the last one. That's the last one. Last one. All right. So, I look, and someone's just posted that in the in the Twitch chat as well. So, thank you oh, very what much, Last Killer. Yeah, absolutely legend. fantastic. Thanks for um, following us, and thanks for listening to our pods as well. Um, we've also noticed that uh, Ice Truck Killer is again on the leaderboards for our podcast oh, in the off season. So, thank you very much, mate. Shout we'll out to you. We'll have to give him one of those imaginary mugs that you need to print out still. We're going to do that this year. We will. I guarantee you. I will we'll believe get, it when I see it, Chris. We will get Supercoach mugs this year. We just got lazy last year. And this year, I think we're going to have a little bit of banter, maybe some slogans and catchphrases on there. We'll do something cool and fun with some mugs and we'll give them away towards the yep. end of the season. So Get some mugs. Put Zorko's face on the back. What yeah. do you reckon? <laughs> 
<laughs> a humble coffee with Zorko. Just that'd be so good. I like it stonesy before. One on one 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 side is our logo, the other side is right. Dan Zorko. Chris D one. All right, so we're going to go through this in uh, each position. Um, I'll go through my D one, and then uh, so on and so forth with your D one. Yes. Um, but I think our D one's both the same at the moment. I've got Jake Lloyd locked in at number one. Hasn't changed. Uh, Michael Hibbert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't pull that joke twice, can I? Uh, okay, no, I've got Lloyd. Yeah, D one. D2, I have uh, Laird, which I think yours is different. Yeah. I mean, so with, with Lloyd, I mean, I, I can understand why people aren't picking him because of the price, but yep. my opinion is this. I think he probably still goes up five to 10 points per game this year, which means even if he loses 10%, he's still value. So he'll still probably average about 110 regardless at bare minimum, right? I mean, that's what yeah, my view I, is. I know. I just, I think he's, he's young enough. I think he's versatile. I think the points will help him, even if he does lose a little bit. But uh, for me, I was more about... You know, him having some surgery in the off-season, but then he's come yeah. back and he's doing well. And I did see him take a couple of kickouts uh, in their uh, intra-club game uh, versus um, GWS. Yeah. So I did watch a little bit of that. Now, so, one thing I want to say as well that I actually brought up as... I haven't actually said this on a pod yet, is that um, Jake Lloyd, when he has 29 positions or more, he averages 124 super coach last year, uh, which is insane. Now, so if he gets on average, let's say even five kickouts per game, he only needs to then hit, say, 24... Uh, 24 normal disposals plus his extra five. Bang, there you go. 29 disposals and average of 124 super coach. Yeah, I'm going to take that every day. And, and there's no other defender that can boast stats like that. Not even close. No. So I think he's going to be not on par with Dangerfield in terms of untouchable for the forward line, but he's the you know the defender version of that. So Yep. Um, uh, so D2, I have led uh, simply because um, I'm going led because of their easy start to the year, Chris. Um, <laughs> like you just said, same joke twice. You're better than that. <laughs> yeah, it is true. I couldn't think of who else would be funny to put at uh, D1. Um, so yeah, I've got Led because of their early start to the year. I think they have such a soft draw that Led could really dominate and start off averaging 120 uh, at the start, like and then he like he does year. every year. Yeah. But I think this year in particular, because they do have a soft draw, I was actually considering Sicily, uh, Lord forbid, uh, which I know Chris is big on. But then I also read an article saying that Sicily might be switching into the forward line at times as needed. So, Which she did last year anyway. But Yeah, I know, but it doesn't look good It wasn't for me. often. It no, often. and I think, um, yeah, Hawks could also be whoever's closer to the ball when Virtual comes back in as well. So we'll see. Yeah, and I don't know. It's interesting. I don't think there's going to be one person that takes... Like, even with uh, Lloyd last year, who was he only took 50%, which is a lot. So if you're going to a game expecting to see just Lloyd kicking out, that's no, not going to happen. I think it'll be, depending on how... Deep the ball goes, yeah. but some guys, if, if you're opportune, if they'll Lloyd's just go the, the closest if, to. If Lloyd's on the wing and there's a behind kick, there's no way he's taking the kick out. No. It's going to be, but he's obviously typically usually, especially. Oh no, I saw I was, the one I did see. Lloyd really ran back to get the ball. Yeah, like someone actually went and grabbed the ball and threw it to him. Yeah, and then he just ran on. I think it's if he's there, it's his. Yeah, but if he's not there, yeah, you know, there's other, there's four or five other guys that can take the, it. The way I, the way I see it is. Yeah, it's kind of like if you're back playing under 16s or 18s or whatever it is, you have a, a, some guys that you want kicking the ball and you have guys that don't. And you have a tiered system like, oh no, if he's here, if he's on, it's your kick. Yep. Right? If he's not around, it's like, right, who's second best? It's your kick. Yeah. Yeah. You should know because you're about to be a coach of an 16s team, right? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, oh, quick side note. Sorry, we have rambled on, Chris. We need to get down to business, mate. Too much Let's personal. Let's get down to business. On. I got um, this. Just went for a walk yesterday. I've been looking at possibly doing some coaching and then bumped into some under-16s for a club I used to play at. 
just said, hey, I'm looking to get interested in helping out just in a backseat kind of role and just to get some experience. And then I uh, sent him an email and then um, got the word <laughs> you today. You actually sent him an email? I did. I actually, I did send him an email. That's a good joke, Chris. Yeah, didn't have it to text. Once. Yeah, it did work for once. Anyway, so he said, um, yeah, apparently he likes what I'm about. And um, so I'm going to be coaching under 16s. Um, Which I think is awesome. And you know, if you need a hand, yeah, oh, I'm a be great there, orange there. carrier. So it's one squad. I'll be, te- I'll be coaching the second team. But, um, you know. Whatever. First, uh, straight in the deep end. We'll see how we go. But um, I'll, like be, I'll be all about it, telling these boys to listen to our Supercoach podcast. Like, <laughs> you, Spreading our Supercoach yeah. love. Um, now, uh, we just got an awesome comment from Carlito, um, who's, uh, what's, uh, Carl, Carl Shepard. Um, he just said, uh, how many running bounces from Lloyd? Now, just so everybody is clear, we did actually prove that the running bounce thing is not a myth. It actually is true. It's hundred percent accurate. So I know Bombs, if you are listening, which you're probably not, um, from last week's podcast, he was giving it to us saying, oh, he's running bounces. I'm going to quit Supercoach with that. Oh, no, it's to be fair, he was giving accurate. it to you because you say yeah. some outlandish I do, shit. but I also am 100% accurate when it comes to Supercoach. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's that 6% of the time. It doesn't work It works every time. Yeah. No, but we did actually find an article from the Herald Sun that said that the uh, running bounce is two points. So if you are consider- taking that into consideration for your selections in defense, that is something to think about. Um, but it's fact. It's 100% fact. So see that just gets me keen for Pierce oh, Hanley. Right. Oh, Pierce Hanley running out from the goal square, taking a bounce. I don't know what accent that is. Um, and uh, Custard Chuck has just said, uh, "Nice work chipping in with the under 16 So ah. yeah, good. well done. I, look, I honestly, I, I'm keen. If I had the time, I would hundred um, percent be interested in something like that. That's something that's very. Well, I've got to get a teaching job next year, mate. So I've got to. Got to get something on your resume. Yeah, I like it. No, I dig it. I can't put Call of Duty and bloody <laughs> Working Super with children. Coach, Super Coach podcast. I and, frequently uh, troll kids online. Yeah, pretty much. Well, what, what qualities do you have? Well, I finished in the top one thousand for twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so my D two is uh, James Sicily, um, and I, I think that he can go about one ten average this year. Maybe even maybe even big bigger purely for the, obviously the kick in rules. But um, he was actually going. He was one of the top three defenders for a large part of the season. Dropped off a little bit late and then got injured, of course. Um, I think there's more that James Sicily can give. Um, I think he's the perfect super coach player in terms of he intercepts the ball. He takes kickouts. He's a long, effective kick. He kicks them from outside, kicks goals from outside 50. He has a short fuse. You know what, Chris? I think you're right. He don't, does sh- He does have more to give, Chris. He has more to give. He's got a few Mumfords in him. He's, I don't- <laughs> Got a, got a lot more to How give. How funny was Mumford in the weekend? Oh, when's oh, we'll the trial? Tonight? Later. Tomorrow? <laughs> when's the trial? Uh, I, I thought it would have been the day after, which would have been today, but I haven't heard anything, so mm. who knows when it will be. Um, but we will be looking at that with eagerness. Um, your D3, sir? Uh, my D3 is uh, Widow. Widow? Oh, okay. well... Yeah. Well, I'll chip in right now and say he's also my D3 now. Uh, yeah, so... Well, I don't know, because I was looking at... Um, Zach Williams, who I still possibly might get if I need the cash, which is basically how it's going to be for that extra 50k. But with though, I don't know, I just have a bit more uh, of a gut feeling that he could actually go top six, whereas I think Zach Williams could be top ten. That's why so I'm, I'm like, thinking that you too. You know, so I'm like, well, if I get Zach Williams, I might have to trade him depending on how he goes, whereas with though, you know, if he goes well, mm. then I could just leave him. I'd say, I'd say I think Witherden presents um, a better... Guarantee that he's going to be well. There's no guarantees, well, Chris, in Supercoach. Well, there is no, but I think there's there's probably a more a higher percentage chance that he's one of the ones that mainly benefits from the kick-in rule. I also think that 
his true average was 87, which means that even if he goes up 5 to 10 points, which is likely, yeah. then he's going to at least low 90s to mid 90s, right? Like, that's what I see in him. I don't think I've got him going like 100 or 100 plus, but in my team, the way that I see it is at D3, I don't have the money to go to I want to now. Because I think in the forward line, I need to spend a bit more money. Yeah. So I've gone and put money elsewhere in my team to try and um, shore that up. And also, um, I've actually gone a little bit more shallow in defense because these rookies that are coming through now are really presenting in these yep. first preseason matches. So I'm a little bit more comfortable with having more rookies on field than I was before. Well, my excuse is I need a guy that's 400 or 450K because if I'm going four deep, in uh, defence, then I need somebody that's a little bit cheaper because yeah, yeah. I can't have a guy that's. I mean, I'd love K. to have Simpson. I'd love yeah. to have Ryan. I'd love to have you know these with guys. It. Well, with yeah, it, and, yeah. So with field, um, yeah. yeah, those yeah five. Well, <laughs> I probably rate, wouldn't need. No, I, I think he's overpriced. No, but yeah, well, if, if I'm spending five hundred k on a guy, I can't afford a guy like Brady Smith. Let's face it. It's just too much quiche. Oh, everyone's um, saying mummy got off. Hey, oh. So I might have to change my team before we do this team reveal, guys. <laughs> if you can get two rounds out of Fort, you might be awesome. Right. That's so good. Um, yeah, now I need to change my team back. So I currently have a setup that is mummy free, um, but you might have to take over for a little bit while I change up my team. Oh, Chris, you can't do, do this it on the midstream. Fly. Nah, what I'll do is I'll tell you what I plan to do now that our mummy is back. So, but you're, Yeah, well, that affected me as well because um, I was sitting there going, mm, and I don't like anyone at 300 Now you've got extra money for your D3 and D4. I do. Well, if you're going to go to the Mumford train. So I'm very keen on the Mumford route. And I know <laughs> other people are not at all. Um, all I need him for is effectively 10 games because he comes in at round three. They're, they're buys in round 12 or 13 or no... Uh, 13, I think their their buy is, or 14 maybe. So uh, you don't need him to play all season. You just need to get him to his buy. What you need to get him to do is to get him to Max Gorn's buy. As soon as you, obviously, a likely scenario, or maybe Todd Goldskin, depending on who is better, he'll make the money in that time. So there's plenty of time for him to appreciate and value. Um, you also obviously need to make sure that you've got um, your R three, whoever that is, is playing for the first two rounds. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll bleed too many. Well, points. The, the benefit of it is if you are looking at going the Goldie route, which I've seen some people post already, Darcy Fort, if he gets the round r- round one, they play second game, which means you get, you actually get to loophole. Well, not loop. Yeah, yeah, you get to put him on your bench. If he goes well, chances are he's going to play the next week. That's true. If he does horrible. Then you, you might, might have, have to, to rethink your strategy. Correct. Then you might have to or... rethink your strategy. Yeah. But you can always do that after the Friday night game. You can't do that with Clark, though, which is unfortunate. The other thing no. is that Clark's got a Sunday game, so you, you won't even know before lockout no, if, and if Clark's going to be playing. I don't even know if Clark's going to play once. Yeah. Imagine if he's listed on the bench and there's and then he comes in as an emergency. Oh, man. would be dirty. I'd be so upset. So upset. Anyway, uh, we're moving a little bit forward yes. to the Rucks. Let's keep on Tarso. Um, D4. Uh, D4, I've got Brady Smith at this point in time, who Perfect. could well be Robertson, who could well be Hanley at this point. And that's yeah, daring, I know, saying Hanley. It's uh, spew-worthy, but I believe he is fit and taking some kickouts with running bounces. So that's that's, that's actually not a lie. That's a, I legitimately Hanley. actually really and, like Brady Smith as a pick. I just can't fit him in with my structure right well, now. I thought you were going to say Pierce Hanley. Um, I know it's not a great pick. However, if he is fit and if he is running, like Gold Coast have the softest first like four rounds, I think, in the AFL. I don't Stupid discount the pick. Thing. I'm just not taking that risk. I think I might. You've got him in draft, don't you? Or did you? Oh, pick in, him up? in one of the drafts. One of the drafts. Yeah, it doesn't mean that much. But I'll tell you what I do like. Gold Coast. They play. They verse St Kilda round one, Fremantle round two, Bulldogs round three, Carlton round four, and then they have Adelaide and then Brisbane. 
So it's a decent start to the year. If, if he's going to make looking, any cash, if you're looking for an in-between guy, I think, and he's only like 290k, yeah, which is stupidly cheap. And if he has one game that goes massive, which would be amazingly ridiculous, uh, I don't like my chances that much. However, on potential and early draw, my head's saying. Give it a whirl. My heart sang. Be prepared for heartbreak. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, now, I'm going to go with my D4, which is pretty clear. It's Zach Williams. Uh, hasn't literally left my side the entire season. I, I'm definitely running running him at some stage during the year. Um, and I want to say two things quickly before we get on. So we've got... Um, uh, <laughs> Clarky said, it's now acceptable apparently to smack people in the face, which is very fair call. Um, it's just like a, a Dustin Martin don't argue, right? No, well, to be to be fair, the guy had him in a partial headlock and graving. I jersey. agree. All he said You're is, asking I'm, for trouble. All he said is, please get off me. Except he didn't realise that he had ten wee picks that day and <laughs> just happened to be stronger. Honestly, though, okay. So if you watch the footage, um, Georgie Hewitt doesn't even. It's not enough force to even let him let go of his jersey. So he goes to the ground. Yeah, but he's holding on to Mumford the entire time. Well, it's mate, not like he hit him really he's hard. Take, he's taking tagging to a whole new level. Yeah, right. He's tagging <laughs> he's the biggest, tagging, he's the tagging biggest bully in the yard and then gets smacked out. Like, what does he expect? And I want to actually have a, a little bit of this. Um, so, uh, thank you very much, Sir Black Knight, and uh, welcome back, Supercoach Insider. Um, Clarky also said that we're very similar to those Supercoach Outsider guys. <laughs> now, oh, I'll tell you what. Done. I actually forgot all about it because I muted him. I was like, mate, you're done. For those who don't follow us on Twitter... Um, there's a guy that decided that he would literally copy our, um, our well, he, logo. He, he flipped the logo, changed the color and called himself Supercoach Outsider. Even copied our title, like the, yeah. the background for our Twitter page. So it's, uh, And then now he's gone around and it's literally, he's copying a lot of the well, status pages, just trolling them. He right. started with us and then Supercoach Ball's like, mate, you got to create something original. And he said, you know what? I think I've got just the idea and then create Supercoach Cow. Uh, instead of the bull, and then now he's gone with the uh, Supercoach Elites, and he's gone the Supercoach Elites, yeah. L-E-E-T-S. Now, I like a troll. I'm sure you like a troll. What I don't like is when you're imitating other people and then trolling, because they're, like, I don't know if you are actually serious, maybe 12 years old, and I don't really mean to offend you, but you have no knowledge of Supercoach at all. So either A, you're literally seriously trolling, or B, I feel sorry for you, in which case I'm not sure how we should be acting. So, I just want you to know, if but you're can, out there but, and you're listening... But can you encourage it, really? No, well, I'm saying, like, you know, if you are out there and you do want to do this, then that's fine, but yeah. you need to bring out your own original content and well, your own actually, original voice. And the funny part was, we actually thought long and hard about a name, didn't we, Chris? Oh, we went back and forth for weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, what can we call ourselves? What we should would it go, look like? We'll go back through our messages and we'll print oh, out a whole gee, list I'm not for scrolling you. back through all the messages. Anyway. I have to flick past the news. neither here nor there. I just wanted to let you know... Um, Don't feed the troll. Yeah, yeah 100%. exactly. So right. we muted him, and that's uh, that's pretty All much good. It. And he's been reported about fifty times, mind you. Yeah, easy. Now I think Zach Williams. I think um, now I'm surprised you don't have him because I think he's. Oh, I want be a much to, hand. but how am I going to put that much? Well, you cash might in be my able defense? to now. Actually, now I will be yeah. able. To, yeah. So, um, but um, I think Zach Williams is probably the one that is going to be. I think. I don't think it's guaranteed to be top 10, but he's the most likely from those that are mid-priced to actually make it. So, I mean, Brody Smith's a good pick, but I think maximum for Brody Smith is a 92. Yeah. Absolute cap. Well, for me, I actually had Zach Williams at my D3, and then I went really thin. So, he was my cheap yeah, yeah. premium, one, two, third primo, and then I went rookies. Yeah. Except, um, you know, looking at the other lines now with my forward choice, you know, if, if Robbie Gray comes in, yeah, then obviously it means I need to go a bit thinner, but... Uh, anyway, so for me, it was just about the, my distributions. I'm either going two and two, 
Yep. Right? So if I have the cash, I could possibly go. But then it, you're looking at a couple million bucks just in four guys yep, in defense, which is a lot of keech. Um, now we're moving on to D5. So I have in D5 Mr. Sam Collins. Um, so at this stage, obviously, I'm going rookie. Uh, so basically two premiums. Uh, sorry, three premiums, one mid-pricer, and two rookies is my structure behind the ball. Um, I do think that if Sam Collins is named round one, that's an if because I don't know how they're going to round up. We need to watch JLT for this. I think he's going to be a must-have. Um, Possibly. With the but intercepts. having said that, I also think that that extra 80K could go useful and there seems to be quite a lot of defender rookies popping up. So if I'm going to need cash at some point, he may be one to I just go... All right, I need 80k. Sam Collins down to someone else, and yep. and uh, and I can upgrade elsewhere in the park. So no, I'm with you. I have had it's one Collins... of the things I may do to get Mumford in, depending on. How I have had happens. Collins in my side previously. Yep. Um, I actually have Scrimshaw at D5. Okay, same guy around that price range, like 150 defender. Um, I don't like. Uh, IQ from Collingwood, just because he's never he been... He will play, but... He'll play, but... I don't think his scoring... His super coach scoring was like 79 or something or other, which yeah. is great when you're in juniors, but you put him in the big league, I don't see I him think you're lucky to average well. 50 in the seniors. Or even 60, yeah. maybe. Right? Well, 60 is decent. Yeah, but at, but at 150k, not... you can get a guy at 110k. That's also the... That's, averaging that's the that. Thing, right? so, yeah. uh, so for me, Scrimshaw at D5. I actually have um, Dersma at uh, D6. Okay, yep. So, I have Dersma too, but he's on my pine. Yep. Only so, because, well, not by price, but by, is it like, that's probably who I'm having. Oh, as in, mine's organised by price. Okay. So you probably have Hoare or something. At I do, yeah. I have Marty Hoare. Yeah, so, whereas Hoare's on my bench, so, yeah, makes Mar- sense. Marty Hoare um, played really well in the uh, pre-season clash against Collingwood. Um, they played last Friday, and yep. I watched a little bit of the game. He was even taking some kickouts. Now, that could just be because May's not back. Yes. Um, I'm not exactly sure they, who was on the field at the time. I don't think that he's going to be one to regularly take kickouts, but hey, if he gets two kickouts a game, that's you know another eight points or whatever it is, depending on yep. what the kickouts like. And you know what uh, he reminds me of, Chris? Uh, it's not, it's not a good, it's not a joke. Sure, um, with, a, with a name for, like Marty for, for any of the oldies out there, well, I say oldies as in you know me, but um, that '70s show, how he's like, ah, you are a whore. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the game's horrors, and then he's like, oh, make that shot, horror. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that 70 show, if anyone gets it. I uh, love that know. 70 show. Yeah. Good choice. I thought it was great. Great. Uh, okay, so my first bench then, apart from Hor, who's uh, yep, already, already spoken about. Is it Hor or Hore? Uh, maybe it's Hore. Maybe he's Spanish. Maybe. Who knows? Who would just call him Hor? He must get a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, he must get a lot of it. <laughs> uh, I, have, uh, I have Burgess. Um, Chris Burgess. Yeah, just yeah. Filling, filling a spot at this point in time, and we'll see how it goes. I think he actually might get a game, um, and part of the reason for that is Josh Corbett's um, got a knee injury right now, and I thought that he was a shoe in to get a round one berth. And Wigley. Um, yeah, and Wigs obviously gone. gone. So I think that with uh, with no Corbett, Burgess really comes into consideration. He played in their uh, preseason clash, played pretty well by all reports. Um, I've got him, he's not in my team right now, um, but at, uh, I've got Dersma and then my last one is Callum Wilkie. Yes. So I would put out, we put out a post this morning. Um, we were, I was red hot on him in the St. Kilda podcast. If you don't know much about Callum Wilkie, go to our St. Kilda pod. Chris kept going on. rattle on about him for, for an hour, but essentially he averaged, I think 25 disposals at playing center half back as an intercept defender. Um, he's literally the prototypes, like a Dylan Robertson, essentially, that can uh, peel off and take your marks and, and distribute it, distribute the ball. He has a very high kick-to-handball ratio. of 20, uh, He was uh, average 20 kicks and five handballs. 
Um, yeah, like he's a mature age recruit. If he gets game time in the JLT, watch with eyes. Going to be definitely on our watch list. Um, but I think if he gets picked round one, I'm going to find it hard to not have him. The issue is that I find is that so the news is that Jake Carlisle uh, is is probably unlikely to be able to be repaired by round one, and the likely scenario is he's going to be uh, have surgery, which is going to put him in a hospital for at least three to five months. Another one of the center half backs is down for at least two months with a synesmosis. Uh, Nathan Brown is out the first round with suspension. Um, not that I think they should be playing Nathan Brown anyway. I think he should be a backup, um, which just, leave, just leaves a spot open. Now, there's obviously quite a few guys that can fill that, but I think Callum Wilkie, as a mature ager, has a chance of that spot. So we'll, we'll watch and we'll see, but he's... Oh, you just changed him in. He's in. <laughs> he's in. All right, All right. so th- just so you know. So now we're done with the defense. <laughs> All right. How about we go through our first five bang, bang, bang midfielders? Yep. Because uh, I'll probably be filling They're pretty up. much all going to be. Uh, so for me, I have McRae, yep. Cripps, Fife, Kelly, and Lockie Neal for me. Excellent. So four of those I have. So I definitely have uh, Fife, Cripps, uh, Kelly, and Neal. Um, You're not McRaeing. No, you, no so I like... So no, oh, no I said, that's right. Sorry. I have McRae, Cripps, Kelly, and Neal. I don't have oh, five. five. Five is the one that I'm missing. Right. Um, and I have, instead of that, I have Mr. Coffee himself, Mr. Dane Zorko. Oh! <laughs> so, I, I, by the way, on now, this you, team... You have two Lions players and zero Collingwood midfielders. I do, yeah. I don't, I don't really see much value apart from maybe a Taylor Adams at the same price there. For but... me, I'd rather upgrade to a Collingwood midfielder once I get to see quite a few games on how they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's too much unknown at this point. Like, you could pick anybody and you don't know how it's going to go. I mean, Trelaw's been uh, on the rehab for a lot this preseason as well, and he's the only one that actually is promising for like a one ten at this stage for me. So, um, just quickly, um, Carlito wants to know if we're running a captain's loophole this season. Um, maybe, and I don't know where that's going to be yet. Um, it will all depend on the confidence I have in the on field, like guys on field. Like if, it, let's say for example, we're running, I'm only running um, five deep in midfield, so therefore I need three rookies playing every single week. Um, so that those three on the pine may be needed. Um, to make sure that we don't have a zero. Um, if I was running six deep, then I could potentially see, you know, not utilizing um, M, uh, whatever it is, one of the uh, pine midfielders and do it that way. Um, but I think it's going to be important this year to run a rookie ruck because I think they're going to get games. So we'll see. Yeah. And uh, how many times do you ever start? You're like, oh, I'm going to put this guy as a loophole, which is great for the first three rounds. And then all of a sudden, like Port Adelaide decide not to play old man anymore. Yeah. And then you're like, well, is it worth trading this guy what you'll for find 50K? In you're going to have a guy that's not playing most times. Post anyway. round three or four, what you're going to have is you're going to have a rookie being dropped or injured or something like that. And 100% you're going to have a loophole option anyway. It may not be the best loophole option, but you're going to have some sort of option. So... Um, yeah, at this stage, I'm running a full side, but yeah, uh, I at the on, same, I think on-field points is more important. At the same time, yes. At the same time, it's one of those funny things because with Titch being out, we probably might need a loophole more than ever. So you could run the risk of either argument, to be honest. Yeah, um, and so we'll see. Uh, you'll see by our sides, and you won't know until really the end of the JLT yep. how strong people are, and then once lineups come out, what we're actually going to do. So we will update you as we go. Correct. Um, well, to be fair, I might even just loophole Gibbo at one or two if he's not playing around one. Yeah. Now, the reason why I've gone Zorko is that, um, well, first of all, I do think that he can come back to average about 110, but also I'm literally running at $0 in the bank. 
I have not one cent in with this team that that's, I'm currently feeling. It's impressive. So, I did message you saying that's a, a good feat. So, like, and that was not even by design. I was just like, oh, and if you're bored, this just happened to happen. If yeah. you're bored, show us your best $0 side. Yeah, show us your best $0 side. Put it in our, on our Facebook. Yep. Um, anyway, um, so... And the reason I'm going with Fife is I'm not concerned with his elbow surgery so much. Um, again, they just have a piss-easy start to the year. So Nathan Fife is going to average you 125 for the first six rounds. And same reason I'm studying Crips A, apart from Crips being a beast and all the rest of it, averaging 120 or nearly 120 throughout the year. But they both Gold Coast in round four. So I'm putting Crips down for a 170 plus, which means his first four round average is probably going to be like a 135 or something stupid. So if you don't start with him, I think you're going to be behind. Not a terrible idea. I just, um, I don't, the the thing is, Fife's probably still going to only play, I can... Picture him playing 18 games this year. That's right. I'm, I'm equating that into my trade window. Okay. So, okay, cool. Look, and th- that may not... Surely it, him or Kelly has to play a whole year. One of the two. I'll take one of the two to play a full year. Yeah, it, it, it will cost you a trade during the year. I'm sure one of them is probably going to go down. I'm just banking on Kelly. I think he's going to have an absolutely outstanding season. Yes. Um, and if you did listen to our top 10s, you'll understand that the, the players that we've picked in our positions are because we rate them that highly. So, you know, I still think that... Um, I think I think Cripps is going to be number one. I think uh, McRae will be number two. I think Kelly's number four. Um, who do I have at three? Yep. Whereas I had McRae number one. Yeah. So. so the guys that we have in our team are the guys that we believe personally yes. are going to be the top averages. Now yeah, I'm keen on to if I need cash again, I'll probably get Dusty Martin in instead of yeah. one of these guys. What I would suggest is if if you're looking at players for your team, do not even put them anywhere in your team. Unless two reasons: a) they're going to make you a lot of cash, or b) they're going to be in the top ten in their position, or get you enough cash to then side yeah. your, your upgrade There's, targets. And and if you're doing that, maximum one. So stepping stone, maximum one. Do not have more than one stepping stone in your team because you will be bleeding points far too much and not making enough cash to be able to get a full primo team quick enough. This is only if you're going for the overall prize or, or, or you're going for yep. maximum overall. If you're going for a league win, then you can afford to do that because you, it doesn't matter then. How, um, long, how long it takes you. Doesn't all you matter. need to do is that by the end of the league, you need to have the best team. So end of the season, you need to have the best team. So then it doesn't matter. Yep. But, uh, okay, so my uh, D6, 7 and 8, I have uh, Walsh at number 6, followed by Constable at mid 7 and uh, Valente at mid 8. Which you know could be obviously switched around. You'll probably have to change it because he's probably not going to play. He's, I think he's list, yeah, he's listed as injured. So oh, well. just so you know, um, he probably won't. Uh, he'll probably be a, a early season upgrade. I think he will get game time early, but he's just been injured. I think he's uh, out for another two weeks. Won't play the JLT. The Lente. Well, then I'll put Bewley in. There you go. Um, now, if uh, I can keep going, so I have the same. So I've got. I do have Walsh currently at M um, six. Uh, which is fine. I also have Constable, Hind. Um, let me have a look at my other guys. So currently... Yeah, so the other the other thing I'm floating yeah, with... Yeah, so sorry. Walsh, Bewley, Gibbons, Constable, Eli Smith, and Nick Hind. Uh, that, that, was was that, that, was that, that was out of bounds! 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 Everyone should. Um, so th- thank you very much, our uh, our new follower. And that is Supercoach Lover. So... 
Thank you very much, mate. Um, love it, love it. I love when we get live followers. That's pretty cool. Thank you very much. Yep. So whereas I have um, Hind, Gibbons, Valente, Bewley, and Constable, so obviously depending on how they play, um, for me as well, I'm also tossing up the notion of you know dropping down like a, a Neil or someone to sort of a Matt Crouch, which might then get me a Walsh up to a... Um, Libertori. A, a liver so, yeah, or but a mile. I think at this point in time, I think Walsh will hold his spot. See, now, I don't think you'll need to do that because you're running five deep. That's what I mean. So, so I think I'd rather go primo straight up. A lot of people who are running a heavy uh, second ruck, they're going with four premium mids and then a mid-tier like stepping stone such as a Miles or a Libba or a, a Hannibal or something like that. Um, I'm not doing that and you'll see why in my team and, and that will probably now change with uh, the Mumford news, which is pretty cool. But, um, so I, I think that could be acceptable this year if you are running, and this is only if you are running a sufficient ruck two. So I'm talking Nank, Goldie, Gorm. Those are the only really three, maybe Steph Martin as well as a four. Yep. Um, if you're up for disappointment. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going into the rucks, I have Grundy at my ruck one. I have Cruiser with my ruck two, and I have Darcy Fort with my you went Cruiser. Yeah, only because it looks like he's playing round one, and he's cheaper than Goldie to try. He, yeah, you don't so have the cash to go up. I don't have the cash to You have to, to downgrade one of your midfielders, really. Correct. Yeah. So, which is, well, now it looks like I'll probably go with um, old mate beating people up. So, yep. Mumford. Mumford. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's in... For me, Cruiser probably isn't very highly owned. Uh, I'm just looking for somebody to get me enough rounds to make a little bit of cash to try and get up to around 500 or so K, and then I'll just pay the difference to get to um, Gorn when he drops. So Fair call. Yeah. Fair call. So I'm, actu- I, I'm actually trying to get to Gorn quicker than the boys. So Wow, okay. So you're going to take that... So uh, I want to try and go midway. Here's the issue that I have is that the buy that they have, same buy. I have a lot of premiums in that buy. So my current, in this team that I've got, I have three premiums, eight premiums, three premiums. So that middle buy, I've got eight guys right now. Right. I can't afford to have another, I can't afford to have gone before then in this team. Now, it, it will change again with the new, new structure that I will yep. be going. I should probably start looking at that to be but, honest. Um, so eight and three of those are in the forward line right now, which is uh, not ideal. So in the back line, I've got two. In the midfield, I've got three. Uh, three in the ruck, I got one, and then the forward. No, sorry, midfield, I got two, ruck one, and then forward line three. So the forward line is the biggest issue. That means maximum, if all rookies are playing, I can field 20 people that round. Absolute max. So I do want to try and, and I may change this. So I'll talk about that later in the forwards, but um, we'll see. In my ruck line, again, I've got Grundy. I can't see anyone. He's the only really safe option, in my opinion, that doesn't have a question mark against him, apart from his little toe, which he injured, obviously, and he's, um, he's back at training in full now, and he'll play in the JLT, and that's all good, but his little toe... I wouldn't say him training back. in full. You said he's easing... Uh, they, yeah, and they won't. They won't press him, but he's, yeah, he's, he will, he'll be back, and he'll be playing round one. And, apparently and he'll probably lighter. play JLT, too. Apparently he's lighter. Dude, the guys are ripped. Unbelievable. Anyway, so I do love I do love him as well, um, and then that's um, so that's an option. But um, number I'm currently going R two and R three Fort and Clark. So depending on who, um, yeah, I know. So uh, this is why I didn't want to go. So, Jeez. so this is the you thing. Need, you need some good weeks. Well, and there's a reason for this. Um, so I personally believe right now that the Ford rookies are the biggest question marks, and they're going to be the lowest scorers that we've seen in a long time. 
So I want to try and go a little bit deeper in my forward line than most people are going. Most people are going to, to F3 and then going rookies. I'm going to F4. So I could always literally drop one of my um, forwards out and then replace that into a ruck position. Yeah, but, but yeah, the, the, moment... the best part about having rookies in your forward line, Chris, is that you've got two guys on your bench. Yeah, that probably aren't going to play and get dropped every second week. Well, what are you going to do if your ruck gets dropped? Well, that's true. So, the, I mean, the, the risk is rude. the risk is um, in that Screwed. as well. Rude. Um, but now I won't need to worry about that because I'm just going to get rid of them. But <laughs> I still will be running either he one. He just wanted his team to look good for this, 100%. No, no, no. I, I didn't realise until we came on. That he just wanted his team to look good. Look, look, how, weak, my team, look how weak my rocket structure is. I have my team in a setup that I can go one of three ways. So one, and it's all depend on the rucks. The rucks is the biggest unknown to me right it's now. It's like Chris's sex life. It's either... One of three ways. <laughs> pretty much. Um, Straight, by gay. One of three ways you go. <laughs> none of that is true. It's only, it's no, none of that is true. You're not straight. Wait, Come on, mate. I, none of these is true. I'm just gonna. Guess. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, <laughs> Talladega Nights. It was good. It was real good. <laughs> so good. It's good. Uh, Cardio good. <laughs> anyway, um, so we got really off track. That was a visual joke for all those on Twitch. Yeah. So thank you very much. Um, and YouTube for those guys that follow us on YouTube. Um, no, so I've got one of three ways. It's either the mid-price ruck, it's the cheap ruck, or the expensive ruck. Either way, my team can do that. Shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. Call me the magic man. And it's pretty easy to do it from the way I've structured up. And it's simple as dropping Sam Walsh or dropping uh, and dropping Sam Collins, and then bang, I've got um, uh, Mumford right in there with that cash. I can literally just put rookies, like lower price rookies in there and bang, I've got Mumford. So I don't need to actually change my entire team. I just need to change the rookies. And I'm not really necessarily sold on Walsh at this point. I haven't seen enough of him. I know a lot of people are and I've got him. I'm not sold. I'm I'm just here the hype. So I'm waiting to see him go. I mean, where's the Tim Kelly? I guarantee in, in JLT, someone comes out who no one's actually been really speculating on and absolutely blows it out the water. And goes, and yeah, I'm going to average you 80 at 115k or whatever it might be. So, Fair call. Um, so yeah, I do believe that that's that's a thing. Uh, forward line, surely you have to have uh, Dangerfield and Heaney at F1, F2. I do, but Heaney's one that could go. No, don't do it. Heaney's one that could go, and not Heaney is averaging 105 plus this year. Purely for buy purposes. 100. It's only for buy. So the problem is that okay, so all of the forward line um, premiums that are decent, most of them have the same buy. So Heaney shares the same buy as Danjo. He shares the same buy, obviously, as Tim Kelly and Menegola. Yes. Um, and so the only other ones that I'm considering around that price is uh, Robbie Gray. So Robbie Gray obviously doesn't have the same buy. He's got the earlier buy, which does help in yeah. that situation. Um, everything that I'm reading about Robbie Gray to me right now says pick me. And yep. I'm going to be sent the Chris second highest something. Yep, so I sent Crystal something. Um, the coach came out saying he's really valuable. Yeah. He'll play both. Didn't give us anything, right? He's but been then, in my team literally then, all year until like yeah, two days ago. Yeah, and then he ago. dropped him, and then I said something, and then apparently Robbie Gray said that he will be playing that split role, except he'll probably be playing a little bit further up the ground this year than the last two years, uh, which is going to mean a lot more. I think that the problem with Heaney is that they need him much forward because Heaney? they don't... Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm right. saying about like this is the problem with Heaney is that I think they need him more forward than they need him in the midfield. Yeah, They've but got even, a lot of young mids coming through. Heaney is such... He's a prodigy. Like, the guys... The marking power of Heaney is too good to be wasted in midfield. And I, I hate saying that about him because I'd rather have him in midfield. Yeah. He's a great Oh, he's, he's going 100 at minimum, but I think he's doing more. Oh, I think he's... I think he's going He's the safest pick apart from Dangerfield this yeah. year, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. I can't see him going down an average. 
I can see him maintaining his average or going higher, but even then higher for him, I think maybe might be five points per game. I can't see him going a 110, 115. No, no, for me, 1-5 is, yeah, yeah. is looking Whereas the best. Whereas, if Robbie Gray plays midfield all season, he's averaging 110. So, you know, whatever. Big ifs. Now, I've got some Twitch guys just to catch up with here. Um, so, we've got right in front of me. Uh, so, you know, we're just going, oh, we've got right up here. Okay, so... Um, oh, here. That was out of bounds. No, we've got... I'm uh, staying away from five. We've got uh, running both Zorko and Neil. I like it. Thank you very much. SNF Dylan Clark is an emerg- as emergency for the JLT. What a joke. Yep, agreed. When is that guy going to get some game time? We've got uh, Tuke Miller to tag in the Gold Coast game. Um, Possibly. Although they might, they might actually get rid of that uh, and get Tukey on the ball a bit more. Who knows? Tukey's probably more valuable to them as a tagger. However, they've got Nick Holman, who can also provide run with roles. True. But I think he's coming back from injury, so I'm not sure where he's at. I should think Bose could tear up Gold Coast this year. That's just me. Um, we've got Sir Black Knight saying uh, that uh, Martin's a trap. I well, think he's uh, 38% I, ownership. I not start, I'm not even close I'm, to starting him. I've never even had him in my six side. I'm, I'm tempted, but I keep coming back to would I prefer Oliver or Dusty? Well, they're not even the same price. There's a lot. No, I know. There's difference. a lot of difference. But in for me, I'm like, Dusty, the only reason I'm considering Dusty is A, his price, yep. cheaper, and B, he's durable. Fair enough. So um, that's where it comes down to for me. Uh, Clark says, right in front of me. Fair enough. Oh, we could have that as one of our... Uh, our Twitch notifications, which will be pretty cool, but maybe not. Um, anyway, uh, Cruz is the Burnman. Fair is. call. Yeah. Um, Libba's, Libba's not nice, not a nice word in Maltese, Chris. <laughs> Ice truck killer, I didn't know you were of the same blood. Well well done, Maltese man. Oh, wow. Um, Fortin Clark with a emoji face. We need to get our own... So once we do get to affiliate, we can get our own emojis. Which would be pretty cool. We can have Ben and Chris emojis, maybe a cup of coffee with Dame Zorko. That'd be really good. Anyway. I think I need a better joke. Um, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that play will be Willem Drew, yes, in uh, in Port Midfield. Because I'm a winner. Winner gets to do what they want. Winner gets to do what they want. Um, Heaney is uh, Heaney is $81 for the Brownlow. Easiest money ever. Wow. That is actually ridiculous. That I think he bad. will... At some What's stage, Jack Rewalt for the Brownlow. No, five hundred and one. Never going to happen. That's what he's at. Nah, not a forward. Um, and Clarky said, "I'm a Swan supporter, and we don't need him forward as much as everyone thinks." Hmm. Fair call. Yeah, I think the Pappas is apparently hitting a pinch hit in the midfields a bit too this year, Chris. He's what he was meant oh, to do I last year. A bit what of he was Tom meant Pappas. to do? Yeah, what he was meant Pappas. to do last year. Um, radio. All right, we're moving I on. Love, I love the fact that a couple of guys here have actually got Teledega Knights reference, so that's props up. Dude, I think that, look, honestly, I think that we are the super coach demographic. We're like, you know, just on the wrong side of 30, enjoying our fantasy football, watch football way too much. Uh, I think that's pretty much main super coach demographic. I know, shout out if you're just over 30. Uh, Lucky Neil, <laughs> Lucky Neil, $61. Uh, okay, so my F3 is uh, Billings at this point. Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, going thin in the forward line. Mm. Going thin in the forward region. Uh, <laughs> so Billings for me, I did. I have had Robbie Gray. It just depends. If I go four deep in defense, I am going thinner in forward line. It just depends on rookies at this stage how I'm looking. But for me, I just think Billings at 2% ownership, I'm going to ride that burn train and give it yep. another roll. Fair 2%. Call. And he's cheap. No one has him. Would it surprise you, sir, to say that I also have Billings in my team? It wouldn't surprise me because we've spoken about this off air. Okay, cool. So (laughs) I also, but he's in my four. 
So oh, there's right. one of the, uh, I think it's 437k. I see only upside in Billings. Um, yes, there's um, there's two reasons why I shouldn't pick him. First of all, he burned a lot of people last year, and second of all, two years in a row he's had really big back ends of the year, um, and hasn't backed up to start the year. So there's there's reasons why you can't pick him. However, there's also reasons why you should pick him. For example, um, his uh, record last year against the top. Uh, sorry, the bottom four, so the other bottom four. So we are talking about uh, Brisbane, Carlton, and uh, the Gold Coast. Um, he had 133, 125, 97. He plays those teams. Straight up. Uh, well, he's got... Uh, so he plays two of those teams twice, and he plays, obviously, the other one. So he's got five of those games against the bottom four. His record, actually, against the bottom six is fantastic. So he's a downhill skier. Um, I do think another year of development in him is always good. Look, I'm not saying that he can be a hundred plus or anything like that, but I think that he can go 92 to 95. Yep, I'm um, with you. And for me, it's again price point and the fact that no one has him and he has potential. And to he's so unique right now. He is two percent. But the if other thing is, big, of course, the Jack Stephen. I, I don't think that. I think Jack Stephen will be back by round one. Yeah. So, but there was obviously the, the big article that came out today that Jack Stevens taken a leave of absence from mental health. And, but uh, they have so many guys that can run through there anyway. I mean, Acres can kind of push there's through. There's how many? Armitage like, might, go, might get a... Armitage. Uh, yeah, they might go, oh, Armitage, go in the midfield instead of the forward line for a couple yep. of games. Like, it's, there's so much that they can do. There's a, here's the reason why I like Billings. And by the way, I just want to say quickly before, we do wish um, Jack Steven all the best and yes. I hope that he does get um, better. There is nothing worse and we haven't experienced it ourselves, but we... We do know people and we've been supportive of people who have had mental mental health issues. So, Oh, man, I've been through the ringer. What are you on about? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... Oh, man, I was man. living in the city and oh, I was yeah, like hit, right. hitting all the lows. Man. Yeah. It's not... Not good. Glandular fever, all that business. Yeah. And you gained a lot of weight as well. And... Yeah. It's a lot of these odds. <laughs> Drinking yeah. like a fish. So, look, um, shout out to anyone yeah. who's you know who's there right now. Oh, and um, yeah, Everyone yeah, has out. their down times. You know what I mean? Like, you we just might, kind of got to... We might look on the brighter side and the fun side a look, lot of the time, but... Being a little more positive yeah, at PC, which we'll, we're trying to. Yeah, I reckon Supercoach Elites kind of made it. They did. Like yeah, it was it a joke. It was a very. We clear actually joke. made two bad jokes. Well, they weren't we even did. bad. One of mine was wasn't even that bad, and then he. he uh, mine something. was bad. Yours was bad. But, uh, but again, to be fair, jest, I've, I've made the Bunnings very joke, much in jest. I've made the Bunnings joke about eight times in the last twelve months. So. Um, we do. It's a regular thing for us. It that's is. Where, that's yeah. why. And I can't remember what the other one was, and he kind of said something. Ah, it doesn't I was listening back. Anyway. Either way, anything we do say is not held in defence. It's, it's all jest. It's complete fabrication. It's not. It's, it's not, not actually how we think of the world. It's, it's all, just we all just like a laugh. That's it's all, all make believe, and um, we don't edit our stuff. So you get that's the it. goods with the bads, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so look, that does open up a spot. I don't know who that spot goes to, but what I will say is that they used Billings a lot more forward last year because they had so many injuries. So, you know, they had Bruce go down. They had half their spine go down. They needed him forward because they wanted to produce goals. Now, unfortunately, he didn't do that because he converted the ball really badly. He kicks so bad. But they needed him forward last year. This year, I don't think they do. They went out and they recruited forwards. So they recruited guys like Matt Parker, who's absolutely tearing up the track. And I'm assuming he's one of your forwards as well. Parker. Yep. Yeah, he's on field. Um, so he's a rookie that uh, I think that will play round one. And all of the news is that he's just amazing. Um, he's 187 centimeters. He's got pace, agility, tackles like a machine, plays like a small, but can also play tall. I'm picking so, him just because he has the name Parker. So Great name. Great name. Um, um, check out these comments here quickly, Chris. Yep. So we uh, we have Neil is $61 to win the Brownlow, which is crazy. Um, you, you, you can't watch football too much, thanks. 
Uh, and uh, my F3 is... Well, I don't know who that is. Uh, Billings is still a king. <laughs> Billings is mine as well. Yeah, so a lot of love for Billings. A lot of people love De- Devin Smith as well. Yes, I do like Devin. Um, just over Pretty 30. Awesome. Yep. Thank you very much, Carlito, with a shout-out. Just over 30. Well done. And then we've got a heart from Clarkie for the uh, for the love for the uh, depression awareness. So that's good. Yes. Um, so your F3 is that. So my F3 actually is a little bit different. And, and there's two reasons why I choose him. One is price. I want Wingard, can't afford him right now. I'm 10K short because I'm on $0. Um, and it is Jack Darling. So if I continue with this current setup, I have Jack Darling in at F3. And I do think that he is a massively underrated player this year. And he's super unique. So there's reasons, but his true average, taking out his injury games, he 96.9? 96.9. Hey! And I was reading that. If you have a look at his average with Josh Kenny, and we went through this in our West Coast pod, his average with Josh Kenny and the team is 106. That is insane. Now, Josh Kennedy had a year of basically he was injured most of the year and just trying to limp through the season. Yep. He's he's still coming back from injury and he probably won't feature too much in the JLT, but he'll play round one and all indications are that he's going to be good to go for the season. I think that that's really important. So if I cannot afford Wingard at at three, I will go Darling at three instead. The other thing that Wingard has over Darling is that he doesn't share the buy. So unfortunately... Jack Darling shares the same buy as Dangerfield and Heaney. Couldn't get myself to pick a key forward. Yeah, I'm with you, Clarkie. Yeah, and look, it's it's a risky, it's a risky pick. Well, someone says but... Danger Heaney Darling lock, so you hey. got, got some love. Yeah, guys, thank you, Black Knight. So I do like I like Darling as a. I think Darling is probably the best key forward this year that you can select. Yep. In my opinion. Well, I'm That's not going to argue with you there. I just can't see myself picking a key forward. Fair enough. And I don't expect everyone to jump on board. That's just my personal opinion. And it also hits the right path. Well, to be fair, if, if uh, Toby Green plays round one, I might find him in my side. Uh, there's no no money in the world could get me to select Toby Green. I might. Fair enough. I think I might. Fair so uh, anyway, so I've got uh, Will Setterfield as my F4 okay. with Parker. And uh, I've got, um, was it Kavara? Kavara, yep. And then Corbett and Wilkinson, although Corbett is on the injury list. So we'll see how that goes. But um, I do have Wilkinson right now. He's probably yep. not going to be uh, yeah. there round one, but I'm it's hoping a, for a good JLT. It's a wait and see. So I want to sort of pick out my um, my rooks first, yep. and then I'll work out my structure from there. So. I also have Parker and Kavara, and my other one at the moment is Willem Drew. So um, probably a lot of people saw how impressive he was in the intra-club, uh, sorry, the inter-club uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Port Adelaide played Adelaide. Willem Drew basically played the Ollie Wines role, and he's a mid-forward, and he's 123K, I believe, and I think he will arguably get that role early the in the season. Month, maybe? Yeah, well, he, well, he's got a chance, right? I yeah. mean, all rookies, they're well, on borrowed time. They have multiple positions. Polex is gone. Yep. Ollie Wines is injured for the first however many weeks, although they reckon he might be pushing to come back. Who knows how he'll go. Yep. Uh, Ebert apparently is playing forward and doing pretty well as a forward, you know, so he'll put the pressure on and whatever else because Agreed. that's what he's used to. So there's there's roles for them there, no doubt about it. I, I think that Drew will play round one, and I do think that, I mean, it will depend on his JLT, but I think Drew is the guy that I was waiting for to that sort of came out of nowhere, even though he's the second-year player. He came out of nowhere, and I think he will impact us this year in Supercoach. Um, so what you can do is obviously change out uh, Corbett now for Burgess. So, so who's this? Uh, Willem Drew. So, who? What's his last name? Drew. Yeah, I'm not sure I care, Ree. 
Is that a Whose Line Is It Anyway reference? Drew Carey. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Whose Line Is It Anyway? What a top show. Oh, it's great. Scenes from a hat. Um, yeah, right. Um, awesome. and, and outside of that, I have everyone else that you just listed yep. there. So That's I right. think Kavara will play round one. I also think Matt Parker is definitely going to play round one. You know what the problem is, Chris? I'm looking at my side and I think it's a solid kind of, you know, start to picking in some randoms or whatever, where that's cheap later on. But at the same time, Parliament's just thinking, you know what, maybe I'll just throw in like a Seb Ross and just mess my team right up. Just go for some uniques. Just, <laughs> that's what I want it, to do. Yeah, got, but that's what I want to get, do. You only get like, one chance. Oh. That's why you have drafts. So you, I've got Seb Ross in draft the other day. Yeah, you I got picked him as him before a bargain. Me. Absolute bargain. Everyone we spoke about, Chris goes early, Seb Ross, Chris goes early, Jack Steve. Uh, Jack I didn't Steel, go early. Steel. On my list that, that I had, yeah. it wasn't early. I had him at pick like the 18th best pick because I still think he's going to average about 118. No, sorry, 118, 108. I think he's got about five to six points per game in him. And but he wasn't picked. I picked him I'm at like so pick 60 or 70. Like I picked him so late. Stupid reverse snake. Oh, I'm so sitting there good. eyeing off. I'm like, yes, I can still get Roy Sloan. I can still get Taylor Adams. I can still get all these guys. Next minute, gone, gone, gone. Anyway. All right. Let's so move just, on now. Just got some, before we move on, we just got a couple of guys on the Twitch guy, Twitch ch- chiming in. Oh, yeah. Um, so, break from nose beers. I don't know what that means. But oh, no, I'm done. I've had my two. Uh, would you like some wine, sir? No, not... Nah. <laughs> Herpes. Uh, fair enough. Uh, the, six, the 666 rule will help Darling massively. And, yeah, so something that um, Supercoach Coach, and I, I don't know if anyone that... I'd say most people out there know who Supercoach Coach is. Well, you should know. They did actually mention in their pod that they believe that uh, Darling is going to be the one that uh, benefits the most from the space in front of him. Um, and that's because he's a more of a leading forward. Yeah. And ta- he can take a contested mark, but you know Darling's only 190 centimetres. He's not a tall guy. He's just a unit. He's big absolutely boy. big. Built. Um, so also kick three goals. Thoughts on ranking? Um, too expensive. Uh, yeah, I do think he's too expensive for a first-year player. Uh, yeah, pick two, three, and what, five? No. He'll play. Uh, yeah, oh, I think they'll play as well. By all but... reports, he had a really great uh, preseason game, but I can't see him. To, to have that price, to me, if you're not averaging 80, you're not worth it. And I think if you're actually going with Walsh and like Rankin and stuff like that, that's too much money spent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could I then agree. pick a mid-pricer and then a, a dirt rookie. You're basically paying for him to be on field and... That's the issue. He has to be on field for you. Yeah. But it's like, um, say, Stevenson last year, is that he, sometimes he'd have you a 30. The next week, he'd have you an 80. Yeah. But next week, he'd have a 45. And then he had a 105. Or well, it's like so, paying for Sprainer. Well, yeah, exactly right. Cam Rainer. So he, he did have his big games where you're like, yeah, I've got a price rise. But really, if that guy, if you're spending that much on him, he's got to be on field, which means every week you're copping that score. I just need for that price to be a little bit higher, or then you don't care on your rookies because you paid 112 grand or 100. Yeah, so if you get a 60, it's like, thank you very much. Who and cares? if you get an 80, yeah. you're like, I'm not upset when I get a 60. Whereas yeah. I would get upset if I got a 60 from Rankin, which is probably going to be, I think, where he's at, when you can just get another guy that's probably going to do the same. That's JLT right. will reveal a lot more rookies. So. JLT will reveal all of who's going to be watching and scouting it for us because I want to know some knowledge. Um, now we're going to go through, uh, so, uh, um, just, I'll pre- quickly put my team and, um, and your team on screen. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. It's just so if anyone wants to take a screenshot or, um, have a look, this is my team currently on screen. Um, so have a look. Um, if you did want to, as you can see up there, there's that $0. We'll quickly log out and then we'll show 
Um, oh, how do we log out? Let's go back to team so that you can still see there. Uh, where do we log out here? All right. And we'll log in with uh, two bennies. Oh, let's hop up and have a little stretch around here, Chris. Oh, you just go, yep, that yeah, might I'll, be easier. I'll do the old reach around. Ah, uh, classic Benny. Yeah, reach everyone around. likes the reach around. Oh, does everyone love my... Oh, actually, I'm going to get some hate mail here, aren't I? <laughs> People are going to start emailing you? <laughs> Possibly. That'll be funny. All right. And uh, let's have a look at uh, Benny's team in here in classic. We'll black that out for effect later. Beautiful. Actually, while you're there, Chris, you should probably show everyone my awesome draft team. We will. I'll just quickly go through the uh, the, the draft team that we just selected. Anyway, yeah, so that's my side now. I'm not happy with it at, at the moment, but for me, that's the structure I'm going with. You're very strong in midfield because most people aren't going to be that strong in midfield. So that no, could that's be where you're going to I want to go manage. strong in midfield. Yeah. So pretty much I was looking at a 3-3 three and three ratio. Uh, if I get rid of Brady Smith and I put Zach Williams in instead of Witherden, I probably will be going 3-3 three and three with a stronger uh, F3 and then going Rooks from so, there. So Just in regards to your buys, so you've got uh, three premiums out of round 12. You've then got um, one, two, three, four, five, six. So that's not too bad in, um, in round 13. And in round 14, you've got one, two, three, four... Five. Well, he won't be there. Well, yeah. So yeah, you've got a well, a, a much more rounded buy structure. So Look at that lock and load, leave so it. It's it's not bad at all. Didn't even try. Wasn't even looking. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. There you go. Show buys. Oh really? Yeah. Dude. Well, normally when I do my search engine, Chris, I don't show buys. I just kind of stick straight to the females. <laughs> what? Okay, bro. Can I, can um, I say right. that? Uh, no. Draft side. Check so out my, check out we my did draft a, We did a, it was a 10-man draft impromptu. With Snake, and I had pick two, so I got Dangerfield, yeehaw. Quick, and this, this is what, what came out of it. So Check this out. Look this is that. where you can expect. Sexy magic. Um, I don't think it's that great, because I think mine's better. No, it's pick not. Five, but, it's not better. Um, I think you've got a very strong midfield. I think you've also got a very, very strong forward yeah, line. Check that out. Um, it's like the best thing ever. And your defense is weak as piss. But... Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> but for me, defense has so much value. Like Tom McDonald, Hanley, Ellis, who Ellis is apparently training midfield. So much value. Guys that weren't even picked up at all. And as I spoke to Chris, there's been another 10 guys on the waiver that can average you 80. So for me, defense is where you can actually afford to go thin and load up forward that line. Make, no. That does, yeah, I, I agree. On, forward, on the line, waiver, you can... forward line, there's nothing left. Yeah, so I well, that's the one thing that unfortunately... <laughs> I failed down with. Um, my team is uh, a little bit light in the forward line. However, I think I did pick up pretty well considering. No, you, you picked up really well. But mine, like Dangerfield, Heaney in the forward line, and this looking is, amazing. This is my current team in the... Uh, in, yeah, in, in so that yours, is more well, yours is more well-rounded. Let us know what you think. But if you see my midfield loaded with Dangerfield and Heaney in the forward team line... Team Chris or Team Ben, shout out, it, shout out to Twitch right now and, and let's see, let's settle this once and for yeah, all. Get rid of your team now. Don't leave it up. Because <laughs> yours, yours will be the last thing they see. Yeah, Can't well, have fair, that. Fair enough, guys. Can't enough. have that. Anyway, I'm loving it. So, And some of these guys were picking like Walsh and stuff. Uh, like we said, uh, Zach Williams went so early, even before like Hearn and... Guys, that Keenor got like oh, yeah. IQ got picked in like. <laughs> We're messaging each other during this. Going, what the hell's going on? Some oh, of these guys. Nah, it's good. Look, look and look. So I think some of those guys probably first time draft players, so. and possibly they thought it might have been a keeper league. By oh, I don't, I don't think that. I just, I just think they actually think it was a good pick. Yeah, fair enough. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah, all right. Bit... So let's go through some uh, some point of differences um, that we think that we are going to make an impact this year. 
So look, we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to go through some guys that we believe um, if you're looking for a pod. And look, don't pick a pod for having a pod's sake. I think that's one of the key things about picking a pod. Um, don't just grab a pod because you think that they're a difference in your team. Grab a pod because you honestly believe that they're going to at least average the person that you're going against and potentially maybe more. That's just a unique option. So there's this... There's a, a few reasons why, but at the end of the day, what you don't want to do is, again, this is going to be about points. So you don't want to just pick another guy because he might average more. You want to be because he's got a good potential to average more. Yep. So what are we going with? So under 5%? Uh, let's go under 10%. I think that okay. makes it a little bit more viable to be able to do under 10%. Okay. Um, so in defense, we'll start with Kate Simpson is 7.3% of sides. Which is crazy. Crazy so, for a guy. Well, he should be able to match it pretty well. He's yeah, had 13 seasons in a row of 92 plus. Yep. Absolute steal. So 7%, good option if you do want to go and buck the trend. <sighs> that is, that is um, insane. You know, so at least he won't get suspended as many times as Sicily will. Um, moving on, Shannon Hearn, 3.5%. Jack Crisp, 3.2%. So I think Crisp was injured though, working his way back from injury. So I probably wouldn't pick him so much. Hearn, no reason why he can't match up again, even though he's only done it once if, before. If Hearn doesn't but... average, say, 97+, plus, I will be absolutely gobsmacked. I yeah, think, I think he's probably just in, a little bit more expensive than rules, most. I think, will help. He is 31. Yeah. Uh, it's his highest averaging return. Let's he's be been, He's been good for about 18 months, let's okay, face it. Let's, two things. He just signed today another contract extension, so they obviously think that this year is not his last year, Yes. which is fantastic for Shannon Hearn, and I, I really respect him as a, as a captain. Unfortunately, I've hated him from last year, but let's just put that to the side. Um, and if you say one word about this, oh. <laughs> we'll actually murder you. Um, he will 100% guaranteed be taking the most percentage of kickouts for the team, yep. for, for any team in the AFL, well, who again. Else, who else is going to take kickouts? Shepard? No, they, like, well, Shepard does, but yeah, like but not nowhere near as he'll much. Take, he'll take more more percentage of than Lloyd. Yeah. The only person who may eclipse him for percentage is Witherden. That's literally the only person. So, like, if you think that the, the kickouts will have an impact, and he, he does obviously play on quite a lot before, but he's going to get so many. Like, I can't, I can't imagine a world... Where he doesn't average at least ninety five and up to maybe a hundred, hundred and two. Yep. So uh, massive yeah, pop. You, well, I think massive I've marked around with it before. You could literally start a team of point of difference. You could. You could. Like, not that like, that's going to be a good thing. No, no. Too. But in like, yeah, well, you could start with like a Shannon Hearn and you know, like a Simpson, and go against the trend of like guys that have like forty percent ownership or fifty yeah. percent ownership. Uh, okay, Jeremy Howe, one point eight percent, which I wouldn't recommend him because he had uh, not much of a preseason either, and the cork that he had surgery on. Yep. Um, um, just quickly um, before we move on, because we just talked about Simpson, we just had uh, Team Man Hawk just said didn't pick Sim- Simpson, uh, worried of having too many calm players in my SC team since I already have four. That's fair. Now, no, I wouldn't worry about it if th- most of those are rookies, which I assume they are. So you probably have Cripps, Walsh. Well, and yeah, Setterfield. actually, yeah. Who are you going to keep? Just Cripps. So Walsh and Setterfield won't be in there at the buys. No. Guaranteed. So I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, unless you literally have three or four premiums, which I don't even know if there is three there or four premiums in... Carlton, no. You're looking at so Simpson and Cripps, and that's pretty much... Don't use that as a reason why you can't, because the rookies won't be in your team for too long anyway, so that's not a, it's not a reason. Yep. Uh, Heater Shaw, 1.6, and Hurley at 2.3. Again, with that Rose running bounces, eh, Bombs? With the running bounces. Hey, hey, show us so your Heater Shaw. He was... Heater Shaw was the 10th. He did make top 10, and Hurley was only just outside the top 10. It came in 11th highest defender. So I think even Hurley... 
I still think Ellie will average well. I think, but I think he'll average in ninety six. I think. Oh, we got to make terms in that bit, by the way. What was it? Oh, Hurley versus Heater. So, for those that didn't listen to our podcast last week, by the way, if you did, if you do yourself a favor, listen to our top ten podcast that we did with Supercoach Elite. It was really fun. A lot of banter. We had a lot of fun. Back and forth. It's actually already our um, our most played podcast for this season, which is pretty cool. Yes. Um, And we updated it as a day later than the we did, and it's also Supercoach Elite's number one podcast for the season. Oh wow, that's really cool. um, So really cool. Obviously, people love that top ten content, and I I agree. I think it's a, a fantastic pod and great way that we do things, but. He's Shaw versus um, Michael Hurley is our first bet for the season. I'm on a He's Shaw train. I'm, I'm going to hashtag bless him all, all season oh, long. Oh, you will not. That's going to annoy me. That's <laughs> going is. to annoy me. And, uh, and you're on the Hurley train. So we'll see how that pans out. We have but... to think of terms for that one. But um, yeah. uh, Luke Ryan as well, 3.9% ownership. Um, I'm so not Luke gonna... Ryan is massively underpriced. But I, I think he's a lot of value there. And it, in the uh, intra club as well, again, he impressed, was taking kickouts. So that view of Nathan Wilson's probably going to take them all, um, or take more than his, than his fair share, no, that didn't yep. happen in the inter club. So we'll see how that progresses in the JLT, but one to watch for sure. And Jaden Short, 2.5% ownership. Uh, he's one that could actually push high, I doubt it, but uh, I think that's pretty much it as far as guys that can push really high. Unless you're going down to the burn train, uh, if you want really unique, uh, Crozier, 428k is only a 0.2% of teams, and he averaged 100 in the back end of I this year. I actually love Crozier as a draft selection, yeah. but I can't bring Smoky myself... Smoky draft selection? No, I know, but 0.2% ownership, you would be one of the only ones flying If, you were, if you've got balls the size of cannons, honestly, is your man. The only thing that um, could really hinder it is Suckling's back and fully fit. So I think that he comes in and plays as the main kickout taker. Because, yep. I mean, if you had Suckling in your team, would you not want to have him as a kickout taker? Um, but um, yeah, so it's interesting. Very so interesting. two more I want to go through. Hibbard is 3.8% of sides. Yep. So Hibbard could average you 90 to 95 quite easily Fair if call. he gets the right role and he doesn't play spud football like he has been. And the last one is my Smokey of the Month. It's uh, Brendan Ellis, 1% ownership. So That is a massive pod. And there's obviously reasons why, but you'll, I'll let you go through them, mate. Um, well, he did average 90-odd last year, so the season before, should I say. Uh, training in the midfield with Trent Cotchin. Apparently, they're priming him for a mid- midfield role. He has averaged 100 previously. Not that I think he's going to get there, but for a guy that's 1% ownership, he will, looks like, get the position that could score well, and he has done it before for a brief Periods of time and for a season previously. He's so going me, back to the role where he did average <coughs> 100, though. That's the, yeah. that's the entire thing. So if you want a guy that's 387k and 1% ownership... Yeah, have to, then, again, massive kahunas to go yeah. into that. But So, I mean, if somebody wants to take that instead of a McGrath... I, I, just, mean, wanna, I, I just want one, one, guy out, one guy out there who's listening to this podcast right now. I want one guy to go and select Brandon Ellis, and then I want you in 10 weeks' time when he's averaging 95 to be like, oh, yeah, I'm the guy that chose Brandon Ellis. No, nah, 100 Straight up 100. You can't say 95. He's at 95, 95 from 387,000. Yeah, Mate, so I'll take good. it. Yeah, okay. Fair call, fair call. Uh, okay, so let me just change this now. We'll go through the forward line. Change these filters out. So get rid of these rucks. What's going on? Uh, alrighty. So Tom Hawkins, 1.4% ownership, considering he was the second highest forward. I Look, I, and I'm not, I wouldn't advocate Tom Hawkins as a guaranteed 100 plus again. No. I think it was a bit of an out of the box, and we both agreed, he's on. But... He's on my draft ratings at about a 90 mm-hmm. average. But yeah, so like, oh, I can't see a 90. I, I... No, as in, I'm putting him at 90 because there's guys that'll average a lot in between that. I, so... I honestly think, I mean... Worst case, I still going 95. Didn't you pick him in your... I think he's still top 10. Yeah. 
But I, I wouldn't pay the price tag because no. I think he's overpriced right now. Yep. I think there's other guys. There's way more other guys. See, that... I'm more Kmart and Chris is more, <laughs> Chris is more Gucci. Um, oh, baby, if I could afford Gucci, I wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lance Franklin, 3.3% ownership, although he probably will miss the start of the year. or uh, He will, go, 100%. He's, it, so. he's probably not playing round one and two. Yes, which probably bodes well for me. Hopefully he starts off slow. Um, Managola, 2.9% of sides, so I think he's had that some is, knee soreness. But... Yeah, so he no, he had a clean out. Yeah, um, but no, as in he's had some knee soreness still. I still think that he'll play some JLT, right? Like he's not, Or is he literally touch and go for round one? <sighs> No, I just I know he's been working his way back, and he had some knee soreness from what I read. So they were managing him for a smidge, but he probably will play JLT still. I can't see why he wouldn't. Um, Monitor watch list if you, if because I think honestly Sam Menegola could be one of the best forward line picks this year. My issue with Sam Menegola, in the, I think it's going to be an issue with everyone, is that um, unless you're playing for league, because that's completely different. If you're playing for overall, then you're playing um, you know uh, Danger probably Heaney, and then Menegola is your three. That they all share the same buy, so you, yeah. it's, it's the same issue that I have currently with Darling, Heaney, and and Danger. They all share the same buy, so you sort of you put yourself in a hard place at that point. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, so the next four are probably the ones if you really want some kind of point of difference. Robbie Gray, nine point five. It's see, not a huge now, point of difference, but under ten. I'm. I love that. Yep. I, I, so under ten, and um, well, Heaney must be in like what forty percent of teams. Heaney's in stupid. heaps. Uh, so the next two though are really left field. Um, Gunston is in 1%, so he averaged like 96. By the way, Gunston's probably been in the top 10 forwards for the past three years running. Oh, he did. I think he, one he year he dropped yeah, down. he dropped maybe. down like 86 average and yeah, then went back up. and then up. went back up. Yep. So the he, issue is Tom Mitchell. Yes. Now, so, whether the ball will be in the forward line. Um, Monday, 1.7 playing midfield apparently. So, But his age is the only question. I can't but believe that point, with Monday. Really? 1.7? 1. 1. Yeah. He's a great pick. Yeah, you surprised it's low or high? No, I'm surprised it's so low. Yeah, one point seven percent. So it's probably that he's so expensive. Like he's probably what same price as Isaac Heaney, right? No, no, he's uh, five twenty. Heaney's yeah. five twenty nine. It's a ten k difference, basically. So you know, you, yeah, they the, probably... young, the young bull versus the old dud. Yeah, well, stud. you're probably not picking uh, Mundy over Heaney, right? So you no, pick, and if you pick him, he's got to be F three. I have had. Monday at my F3 at one point. I have two. And then I kind of look at it and I'm like, oh. No, I like it. I just don't oh, have the cash. I, just, I know. It just makes my team look old. Maybe with uh, with uh, superficial. old facepalm Mumford. I can get him in. <laughs> facepalm Mumford. Uh, McLean, 6.4% ownership. And um, just quickly before we go on, just from the uh, from the Twitch Twitch attack. Um, so uh, T-Man Hawk just said he's going Gibbons as well. Again, that doesn't matter. Another rookie. I think everyone's going to be going Gibbons. Yep. Um, Jesse Hogan as a um, uh, is tempting. I one point nine percent, but he's only just started tr- like back on the track. I can't see Jesse Hogan doing well at Frio. No, no, it's not that at all. They need I'll, to change their game plan. If he's I don't think well. he's ever going to be a premium scorer. I think he's always going to be a ninety to hundred, maybe at the absolute best. His he he floats in and out of games far too much. Yeah. There's, and there's games that go past where you're like, is Hogan even playing? Oh, I think he's got potential, but for me, he was running on that right, that LG running machine for ages. He's only just now getting back into like full training with the boys yeah. and playing some match sim. So he's, but he he's was getting... doing match sim in midfield, which I like, because he was scoring... When he scored yeah. big last year was when he was well, in Well, that's midfield. your benefit, but you know, for a guy that had foot problems, how many cases is he going to run in the midfield? Sure. I've got literally no chance of selecting Hogan this year. For me, no preseason. Absolutely none. No, no Hogan for me. But 
I wouldn't be against someone doing it and then me watching them from the side like I like to do. Yeah, like you um, like to do. <laughs> thoughts on uh, on Walters? Now, I love Walters as a pick. You do? I do. Uh, Walters is in 2.9%. Uh, if you take out the injuries and that sort of stuff, he actually averaged quite well. I think it's like a 92, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, the best thing about Walters is that while Blakely's not there, he's going to get the prime mid-minutes, and there will be some rookies that will take up a little bit of time, but I think it's going to be, you know, Mundy, Walters, and Fife are going to be your, your premium mids. Yep. Um, and then we'll go from there. Walters did play midfield in the interclub. I'm watching him heavily. He's on my watch list. He could pop into my team. But like we said in the top 10, the issue is not that he can't average well. The issue is that if you're picking him, be prepared to have a yep. week off here, a week off there, a week off here, and play 17, 18 games maximum. Yes, bit of that about. is Walters. So, again, playing for league, probably not as much of an issue. Um, when you're playing for overall points, it can really impact you like it did to me last year. Uh, Wingard's 10% on the dot. And um, let's go Jack Darling, 1.2% for Chris. Thank you very much. So very, very much <laughs> on the smoky. So you're running the risk on somebody there, so that's okay. I think Billings is also a super pod, isn't he? Jeez, yeah. 5% have gone Petrapper again. Oh my gosh. I'd rather go with the risk of Billings again over Petrapper, surely. And he, Billings is cheaper. Billings I, is in 2.9% now. He's there's gone more up. need There's more need for him to play four this year than there was last Billings year. Billings has gone up 0.9% since I looked at it earlier. So what's Billings at 2. now? 2.9. Well, I mean, Still so low. we've got two pods now, forward line. Still low. Now, quickly before we move on, um, so thoughts of having Westhoff in your forward line. Now, Ooh. I am very against Westhoff, and there's one clear reason why. Um, it, there's no re- there's I can't see a world in which West Coast, sorry, West Coast, Westhoff is top 10 this year in a forward line. I can't see a world in that, to be to be honest. So then you're paying way overs for a top 10 forward because he's, he's way more expensive than, say, a Heaney or a Gray. And then you've got the issue of, he, well, he's actually 2000 more expensive than Goldstein. So if you're going to go west off, just get Goldstein instead. He's more expensive than just grabbing Goldstein as a premium ruck. So it doesn't make sense to me to grab a west off because I don't think he's anywhere near, especially not, he's not playing ruck this year. No. He's only playing ruck. Is he's if, been playing forward and then pushing up on the wing. Yeah, so here's, here's how the, the dynamic is going to work. Right now, Paddy Wright has been training as a forward because... Um, Lysette No Dixon's injured Dixon's injured And he'll probably At least two to three Maybe even four weeks Before you'll see Dixon this year So he's playing Paddy Ryder will be playing 100% Oh not 100% But he'll be playing um, Forward ruck And forward uh, And full forward And Lysette is going to be playing The main ruckman in that time Once Dixon comes back that will change. Right, um, Ryder will be the number one ruck, and then Lysette will be that forward mid, uh, ruck swing. But then what happens to someone like Westhoff? Now, he'll still get his time behind the ball, he'll still get thrown into on a wing, and he'll still go forward, And but he won't have that ruck time. And he scored a lot of points from his ruck time. So I'll be surprised if he can get anywhere near. I think he'll have a lot more lower games. Last year, he, he improved in consistency. Yeah. At a really high the 20, floor. yeah. 80 to right. 120 odd. This year, I think that he'll still have those high games, but this time he'll have his 60s and his 50s that he wasn't having in previous years, which will decrease his average and completely make him an unwarranted selection. So that's my yep. personal opinion. I don't know. Do you agree? No, I'm 100%. So yep. for me, uh, Westhoff is dropping off. Um, can you go the Hoff? Uh, so let's go to the midfield then. Some point of difference. And I think it's funny though, because everyone's loading up on those top sort of eight mids. Mm-hmm. Uh, even less than. So what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Top seven mids, everyone's loading up. 
Yeah, and then it just drops off. And even then, yeah, like Lockie Nils only in 16%, but those top six, and then it drops off. Uh, Adam Trelaw, 4%, Coniglio, 4%, Yo, 6%. That is surprising for you. You know what? There's a lot of uh, people in uh, Western Australia that play Supercoach, yeah. right? Um, Bontempelli is at 5.1, who I rate to have a good year. Yep. But will it happen? That's just the thing. Dusty Martin, 34.3%. So that's where people are going. They're looking for the value there. Uh, Pendles is only 2.1%, but I don't like that so much. So for me, Bontempelli at 5.1, I rate that over picking... Um, yeah, Trullo and the other guys for me at this point in time, based on price, and I think he will average more. Something them. that you could look at as well in a league position is if, if you again, if you're playing for league only, look at Andrew Gaff um, because he, he he comes back in round three. Yep. Um, his consistency last year was outstanding, and I do not think his role will change this year either. No, and he's owned by zero point nine percent of sides. So, so have a look. I mean. Who cares if the, about the first two rounds if you're playing for league? Yep. Oh, and if, if you're interested in going with our Smokey of the Month, it is Seb Ross at 1.2% mm. of sides. So, uh, What's Jack's deal at just out of uh, pure, pure well, curiosity? Chris, I'll tell you what, we'll get to him. Although 4.5% was still side bottom. Why? He had oh, the best year he's ever had, and he still didn't even crack a hundred. Best year of his career. Didn't you even know crack what? I watched. Still? I did watch the was Richmond um, Collingwood Grand Final. My dad's up from Melbourne for the week, so um, oh, he did nothing. <laughs> oh no! In the Richmond. Um, oh, the Richmond Collingwood. Yeah. He, he, he had forty-one possessions and completely blew him out. When when you don't pay attention to to uh, still side bottom, he will tear you when you want. Yep. Uh, so Crouch is the if you want a one percent ownership player that would I'd recommend for Seb Ross. Sorry, Matty Crouch seven point one percent ownership. He is it's pretty my, high, but I like it. Is no, it's it still an under a ten. I think yeah. it's still I think that's still a very good option. Very good um, option. Zeret is ten point seven. Wow, will that's go up. really high considering he had a Correct, preseason injury. Which if he does well, I assume that will go up. In and has been listed to play in JLT one. By the way, so on my watch list. Uh, Brayshaw six percent. I'm surprised by that. Um, Rory Sloan, 7.3%. I am surprised by that. He's well-priced, but I don't... I, I... Taylor Adams, 2.6. That's interesting. Zorko has nice gone up to a little bit, 3.4. That's because I've so been pumping his tyres You have been weeks. pumping his tyres. Tim Kelly's in 11%, by the way, in forward line, which is interesting. I find that very interesting. Jaeger's in 3.9, go figure. Uh, Shuey, 2.1. Must be his price point. Dylan Shields in 10.5. So... Too many Essendon supporters play this game. Too many, too many, too many, and I think that'll pretty much round us out, I think, for the midfield. So, couple more comments from the Twitch there. We've got yep. uh, Ice Truck Killer says, Monday wants to play Richmond every week. <laughs> I'm sure he does, and I would love him to play Richmond every week. I love when Richmond lose. Sorry to the Richmond after, fans after out there. Um, Jaeger, uh, fire. Someone's keen. So, someone's keen on the, the, the Jaeger well, part. I actually think Jaeger will have more responsibility, even though they're saying I not do. to. We're going to share the load and... Oh, no, I think to. I don't. I don't think Jaeger's a terrible pick. Well, I, just, you, I just think that I'm not choosing someone who's literally like. I mean, last year he played most games. Yeah, like, most. But, he did average 100 in the back end of the year. So for me, at a draft rating, I'd right. him at 100 rating. 100, average. maybe 105. Is that top 10? He's nowhere near top 10. There's no way Jaeger's top 10 this year. No. And if he does, I will do a challenge at the end of the year. That you, the, the community right now, call me out on it. At like round 12, when he's averaging 115, sure, I'll yeah. I will design something and I'll do it. But there's no way he's top 10. If you're picking him to be a top 10 player, uh, that's what you... You can only pick him a top 10. He's 500 grand, right? Uh, yeah, he's very expensive. He's not a step, so, He can't be a stepping stone. I was just thinking, could we break your knees? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. We'll pull the yoga. One of my knees already broken. No, that is so true. Well. That is true. Um, we'll, make, we'll make you eat your sock. So we've just got another couple that people want to look at. Warpool versus and, uh, or Libba. 
Um, Ooh, Jaeger, zero strapping and was a clearance machine. I do rate him. I think he could go 105, but I'm not starting him a standard. For uh, me, I'm yeah. looking at draft. I would I would go him a draft. Yeah, yeah. I would. Um, so, uh, Warple or Liver? So, Warple, my views are on Warple. If he averages 90, great, that's a win. You might make a little bit of cash. It's got to be the Jaeger of last year. Yeah, draft it's, value. It, yeah, draft, draft value, great, because I think you can pick him up in the forward line, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Warple, forward line, you can get him pretty cheap. If he generally. averages your 90, you're, you're laughing. You're, you're running all over the bank. But I think there's much more yeah. oppor- like potential that he averages, say, low 80s. Yeah, I think I've got him down as an 87 average on my ratings. Yeah, which which potentially means that he may not make enough cash for you. He's a second-year player. It's very rare for second-year players to average that well. And he, look, he wasn't even really highly touted as a junior. I mean, he was picked 50-something, I think, for the Hawks. I mean... It, it, I can't see a world where that is someone who can average you really, really high numbers in Supercoach. I mean, I mean, great if he does, but to me, I'm not even looking at him. Libba, on the other hand, has done it before. Um, I think at the very least, he averages you, he's very cheap at 300k, probably averages you 80 at least and 95 at best. They're already starting to call you out there, Chris. Oh, well. Jaeger is top 10. You kiss Ben. Why, why bring me into yeah. this? <laughs> I'll kiss him now, but you know. No, why, why bring why bring me? Into no, this? no, no. Look, okay, no. You guys, honestly, bring this up to me, and I, I expect banter every week from you guys. If you guys want to call me out on this, Jaeger will guaranteed not be top ten this year. I'm looking at otherwise, this right now, and I'm telling all you guys right now who's listening to this. Otherwise, no Chris will sing the Richmond theme song. By the way, it's top ten average. I, I like. I don't think you'll make top ten points either, but like, yeah. Definitely not. Anyway, move on. Moving on. Um, so everyone's just ripping on you there, Chris. Anyway, so and you got to remember as well that I don't think Hawks are nearly going to be the machine. Well, that they... to be fair, people gave me a lot of crap for saying Franklin's not going to be a top ten forward. So, and then I mean, look, he's barely scraped in the last couple of years, but well, yeah, a couple of games he's got. In. Yeah, I still think he'll be top ten, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, moving on uh, onto our run sheet. So we've got some Q and A's that we want to go through here. Um, so thank you very much. We haven't done many Q&As um, this preseason, and the main reason is because when we've been recording live, uh, we really haven't had the opportunity to do so. Um, so do you want to pull up Twitter there, and I'll pull up Facebook over here. Um, that was out of bounds! Oh, that was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Aaron Katili or something. Kittily, Katili, Aaron. Well, welcome, Aaron. Welcome, Aaron. And uh, welcome to our Twitch stream, live Twitch stream and live podcast recording. Hey, and does anyone know if the league is full yet? Does someone want to post a league code again on the Twitch stream just in case some of these new guys are jumping on and there is room? That'd yeah. be great because it should be room, surely. Um, uh, I don't think so. We've had a lot of people on Twitch today. So. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> can someone let us know in the comments if um, how many are in that league? So I'll just go to Twitter and find Chris's rambling post. Um, um, so yeah, we, we do want to obviously build this platform guys. And there's a few reasons why we want to build Twitch. I mean, our, our long-term goal, if, if we had one would be, if we had a hundred people following us on, on Twitch, um, they're all, you know, and mo- and the thing about the, the guys in the super coach community is they're very avid. You know, if, if we go live on Twitch, we're not going to do it five times a week. It's going to be, you know, once or twice a week at the absolute most, most of those people. And what we're finding is most of the people that are following us are actually logging on and they are, are actually interacting with them. And we have almost 50 now followers on Twitch and it really engages you guys. It gives us other topics to talk about and creates banter, which we really love as well. So 
we really like that thing and we also like that we're really completely unique yep that not there's no other group that does what we do well and into i like the fact that we're interacting with people live so yeah uh, i understand if you're watching this back late then you'll see some of these things pop up and that sort of stuff is cool as well but uh it's an interactive way because that's what it is it's a community and there's no point the amount of times like back in the day i'd, I'd want to input or i'd want to comment or you know even hearing your name back sounds nice as funny <laughs> as it sounds but um oh okay so we're going to start with some q a's now sorry I just, I just read the first question. I almost want to kill myself. But we're going to go through them all. And we're going to go through them all with a little bit of fun and jest. And Jamie Hall, who's, by the way... Long-term listener. Thank long-term you, Long-term listener. Shout out, Jamie. Uh, we chat quite a bit. He's also in the Dr. Supercoach Slack. He's, uh, he's also in our um, uh, single-season draft league this year. Yes. Jamie, well done. Uh, he says... Uh, uh, I fell asleep when Collingwood went up by five goals to zip in the 2018 grand final. What did they flog the Eagles by? <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously a West Coast fan. Thank you very much, Jamie. And I'll give you that one for a high five for making me laugh live on air. So thanks very much, mate. You're right. Okay, um, Chris, I'm going to go for one. Uh, I have got uh, Joe B on Twitter. He says, Chris's dyed hair versus grey hair uh, is his Q&A. So I'm actually going to go the grey hair. I thought you it was... You like um, the grey? Yeah, the silverback. I don't know. It just makes me feel um, humanitarian, I guess. Like a bit of a gorilla silverback. Fair enough. Fair enough. I oh, know. I just like the grey hair. Um, I thought you rock it. You're rocking that natural, whereas now this is just fake. It's a fake facade. I don't get it. Facade? Facade. Jeez, I can't even talk properly. Okay, facade. Chris, next question. Um, so Jamie Hall, also, his actual question was, uh, your number one breakout contender, um, So and one pod selection that you don't have but you want to. And for me, there's, there's only two. They're both playing the Saints midfield, and it's 100%. It's either Seb Ross or Jack Steele. I think that they're both midfielders that could go to that 110 level, potentially not this year. But they've been hovering. Um, Jack Steele, I think, was 94 this year. Um, Sebrus 102. I think that they can take that next step to go to a premium midfielder. Um, yeah, they're, they're crying out for a premium, that's for sure. Yeah, and look, I, I think it's harder to choose forward um, breakouts. I, I would have said Jack Darling, but I, I think he broke out. Like, like, you take out his knockout game and, and the game where he was uh, injured with his uh, ankle... Um, he has average 97 anyway, so he broke out last year. Like yeah. I could say Jack Darling and be like, oh, yeah, Jack Darling. But no, I don't think... Uh, I think that that was last year that he actually broke I out. I think it's pretty easy. You got, I think Witherden's breaking out in defence. I think Bontepelli's breaking out in the midfield. I think it's his time. Uh, I think Nank is breaking out in the rucks, and I think Billings is actually breaking out in the forward line to become someone that people want to take respect for. So, Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. That's as easy as it is. Um, Jacob Johnson says, what primo structure will you be running at the start in each position? So if you were running a primo, I'm assuming it means... Uh, well, if you're running a primo position, you need to run like a 3-3 in defense, a 3-3 in the forward line, and then probably like a, what, a 5 in the midfield with a... Uh, it's more expensive rook, so 200k with a couple of yeah. Copies. I mean, there's a couple of different thoughts on this, and it will depend on how well, what, how you view the rule changes. I suppose at the end of the day, um, my thing is that I am running mid prices this year, which I would, I don't usually run this many. Um, so, but I, I've only got. I mean, if I calculate them all, I've got three. So no, well, I mean, you could argue that Dane, the Dane Zorko at 520k is a mid pricer for midfield because the highest, most expensive midfield is 700k, but um, I don't think that either. So to be honest, I think that what most people are going to be doing, so a cookie cutter um, type field, yep. will be 
say four either so th- three three premium defenders with a mid pricer, which most people are going to be running Zach Williams. Yeah, see, I mean, but even then you were saying um, like I had Witherden as my mid pricer, so I was having two primos, two mid. Yeah, but I don't consider Witherden as a mid pricer. Yeah, see, I was I was. Well, it's like, four fifty five, so I think he's just over that threshold of a, of yeah, a premium. Four hundred. Yeah. Um, um, whereas, so and then in the midfield, I think most people are going to be running four premiums, four Uber premiums. Yeah. And then, so you've got five. So this is where your advantage is. Well, I'm hoping. But um, the fifth one's usually going to be a mid-pricer. It's going to be an uh, a, a lot of you aren't running Aaron Hall, but probably a Miles um, or a Libba. I would say those are the best two or, or Hannah's. Um, that's most apparently, people's. Yeah, apparently, Libertor is actually tearing it up, but yeah. he was tearing it up last year and then did another knee. So, yeah. And then people are actually, a lot of people are actually going to rucks now with the lack of ruck to mid, mid price. Oh, how options. many dropped away? Heaps. So I would say that, the, and a lot of them aren't gone. A lot of them are either Nankervis or Goldstein. Uh, yeah, Goldie and uh, even Steph's got quite Steph a bit, actually. So. And then most people, again, and this is what most people do. This is what you would say a cookie cutter squad is three premium forwards. With no mid prices because they don't have the money. Um, oh, two green in a few, but that's or bad. you know two heavily priced, which is going to be guaranteed danger Heaney, and then the third one is going to be a cheaper one, or maybe a wing guard or so. Yes, and then a a Toby Green, correct, or a Danaher, which I don't really talk oh, about. Oh, yep. Now two eighty k Danaher. The other the other way that people are looking is that the Robertson factor, which people were really on the Robertson train, and I'm just not on it. So. Robertson Hanley, there's a few around that two hundred eighty to three hundred k mark. Yeah, there's which a lot. I, I know people want to look at that. It's just not what I'm. What yeah, I'm that's doing. fair. Um, okay, Chris. Last question I've got here: Who will average more, Wither or Smith? I think we've answered that one already. Witherden, I think hands down, will average more than Smith. Um, if Smith hits ninety two. That's his absolute peak, <laughs> in my opinion. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt here quickly, Chris. You're Liam right. Clark, I'm going to actually, pro- I'm going to pay this one, mate. This is actually a really good question. I said, rate Dane Zorko's manners on a scale of green tea to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> green tea to coffee. Oh, one day, which one's bad? One day we're going to get big enough where Dane Zorko, like, we'll like ask Someone Brisbane or whatever. One of like, the Brisbane Lions players will probably listen to this at some point, and we keep rambling on about Zorko. It'll be like, like Mitch Robbo or something. Yeah, he'll be like, see this on Twitch. Yeah, he'll be like, what the fuck? These guys keep ripping on Zorko. So they're like, hey, hey, they'll be like, hey, Dane, did you you like reject some guy trying to buy you coffee one time and he'll have no idea 100 percent. that's how that's how that's much you are forgettable mate that that's how sense. much it means to these little kids trying to you know you have a big influence these in their kids. lives yeah they remember it for ages fair enough um so we've got one for tim smith here so archie smith lewis pierce or another option under 300k in the ruck department i would say spend the extra 20k and go to mumford um i don't mind the lewis pierce pick and there's two reasons why is because I, there's rumors going around. And if you talk to any Saints supporter who actually like loves the Saints, like I'm talking like avid watches every game, they all hate Meyer. They hate him because he's just useless. He gives away too many free kicks. He's yeah. a useless Ruckman. So a lot of them don't like Longer at all. So even when he does come back, the, the rumor was that Lewis Pierce was the number one Ruck regardless. And he was actually fighting, battling to try and re- retake that over. So... If you believe that, then Lewis Pierce is a great pick. The issue is, if Longer comes back from injury after his hamstring and then takes over Pierce, then you you can't make any more cash. You could probably waste a trade and go down to Longer and then try and do it that way. But oh, it's a long way to the end of the road. That risk is something that I'm not looking at. Um, outside of that, um, I wouldn't touch Archie Smith because I think that was a rumor. 
I don't think... Oh, no. There was a Archie real, Smith, no. I don't think that he's playing in the same team as, as no, Steph. For, for, here's, my take on, here's my take on Archie. I actually think he was really good. He did... Uh, a couple of years ago, he had a few good games, and I think he does have a lot of promise. Uh, apparently, he's been working heavily on his craft and doing so much better. Actually challenging, which is what you want from your guy. You want your second ruck challenging. 100% But do. as if the coach is going to come out saying, no, nah, mate, you got you got no chance to play mm. this year. As if he's going to do that. He's going to want to pump some... Plus pump you, up his tires. You also... Hashtag blessed him. I did, and I saw him at the start of the year, and That's I hashtag true. blessed his year. But the coach is going to pump up his tires, saying, "Oh, boys, the fight's on." You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, as in, whoever's going to impress me the most is our ruck. But Steph's definitely got the miles, the miles in the tank there, so he's killing it. Steph will be playing hundred percent. Steph's the number one ruck, and I, and I don't see Archie, Archie can't play forward like can't. the big O can. No, so that's where Oscar gets his value. I think it's they're just pumping him up. I think next year, though, yeah. I think Steph. Depending, he finishes his contract this year, so whether they move him on to a Victorian side so he can be with his girlfriend or whatever, if he doesn't want to be with the Lions, Makes they sense. might move him on. Archie will then step up to number one. Uh, who knows? But I don't think it's Archie's year this year. I think it's next year. Unless something happens to... If something happens to Steph... Who's the better up, Archie, sure. Archie or Oscar? Because Archie. I... I you, 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 yeah, yeah, apparently Archie... I just don't know them well enough. No, well, as in Oscar... Yeah. Know, he always looks like a big, like... Unco to me, but um, no, as in, um, I think Archie's the, the goat. He's second in line for the Rucks, so. Yeah. All right, now, um, so Mark Stones, or Stonesy, so shout out to Stonesy, he's, he's on our Twitch feed right now, um, said that uh, no Stephen uh, could potentially mean good for Jack Steele, um, which, yes, that's that's true. Uh, the, the issue who's, is... Who's getting tagged at? So I, I listened to, well, no, so just, just to preface this, I, I listened to... A podcast earlier today with um, uh, one of the football heads there at St Kilda. I can't remember. Sorry, his name uh, escapes me. Anyway, he actually mentioned that uh, they're hoping that he'll be back within ten days. So that's what the club is hoping for. Just a bit of fresh air. Um, just needs a break from training, away from the club, and just to completely break away. So um, look, that could be that, that the club's hoping for ten days, but they also have said that we do not put a time limit on it. So Jack has to come back to them and say, look, I'm ready. I'm ready, yeah. And that's the way it should be, though. 100% that's how it should be. Because if 10 days, no if 10 days is up and you're like, oh, I could really use another week. So I wouldn't just count that before I hatch. And so those guys out there in draft leagues that are looking for that as a reason to pick someone, I would avoid that as a reason. I would not use yeah. Jack Steven as a reason to pick anyone. Yep. It's way too late in the piece for that. So, um, so I've got Claxio seven. So Jason Clark uh, said, "Are we concerned about Grundy yet? Loses five kilograms during the break. No training due to his foot injury. Plays like a ruck rover. So surely he needs that fitness." Nah. So no way. Well, look, I'm concerned. Guys, a god. I know. I'm concerned. He's a Greek god. I He's am... so manly. <laughs> I am concerned, but what's the alternative? I mean, you got Gorn with Pruce, so I'm probably not going to start him. Goldie, yes, his little toe and whatever else, but he was, he had so much fitness before he injured it. So for me, I'm like, okay, it's, if, if it's you're the safer a break, of the two. If you're and, picking a breakout ruck, yeah. the only one that looks like they're going to even come close, and it, I don't think he's going to, is to me Nank, as of someone who's going to break out. No. Like, I'm saying that Nank could be the guy that goes out of this world 120 average. Yeah, right. Now... I think that Gold is more likely to average 110 than Nank is to go 120. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Gold to go 110. I can see Nank, the, the style of play that Nank plays his football mimics Brody Grundy. It's literally the same style. This new rule with the take out of the ruck, that's a Nank rule. Maybe he'll get some free kicks instead of giving them well, away. Well, that's what I'm thinking, right? So, 
He can take the ball in instead of trying to tap it. I think that Knack... Knack. Uh, Maybe he's Nank, just so unco that when choice. he goes to like tap it, he ends up hitting someone in the face. <laughs> now he can just grab the ball. Hey, nuts. You're underrating my man, the Nank. All right? Nank the tank. That is true. Um, I did underrate him last year too, and you called me on that. I just think that... I think it, the, football is moving towards mobile Ruckman. Right? Granted, like, Gorn is just so amazing as a tap Ruckman, and there's not many guys out there like that. Goldie's a bit of a hybrid where he's he's a little bit mobile, but he's also really good at tap work. And Grundy's a, just an elite beast at both. I like, like the I, visuals there, Chris. You, and you didn't even ones? block my, my photo. I so. would never do that. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, I don't think... Now, if if there is a, a high eight, like a, a long-term view of Jack Stephen, the one that I think benefits the most is probably Gresham. Yeah. Now, I don't um, think that's going to happen. But, well, it's interesting because I'm just going to quickly tie this one as well, Chris, because um, yeah, Stephen DeSilvia actually said the burn men billings could be a viable option with Stephen out. Uh, again, the same whole premise that we're talking yeah. about, although we already had billings as a decent option. Here's the thing. I think the plan for billings this year was already to move him further into midfield or on a wing. So I don't think that Stephen being out impacts that at all. What I do think is I think Gresham's still a forward line player. And I think that if someone was out of that midfield, that is someone that they could replace into that. But I think you still want Gresham further in the forward line this year. And, you know, with Matt Parker down there, maybe with uh, Rob as another interage recruit. I, I he, don't he, think he's 22. He disappeared. Hate him. Guy butchers the ball. You watch Jack Nunes anytime he butchers the ball. Every time he gets the ball, it's a it's it's a Tom Langdon. It's a, a long. long to a contest or turnover mill. Like, there's no in-between. It's like there's... You can't. I don't know if he understands how. See, to are you saying that Nunes is the Tom Bell of last year? Hundred percent. Yes. Hundred percent. You reckon he'll be gone? If he gets dropped in this year, you can quote me right now by saying that Nunes is a dud. That guy is the biggest letdown of an AFL player that I think I've ever seen. Anyway, onwards with the more questions. <laughs> Jeez, we actually had a few questions this time. We right? do. We do. Uh, well, we haven't done this Q and A for quite a while, so we and it's always fun when people want to take the piss. Um, that's just draft related. So thanks, Ooh. thanks, Stonesy, for asking a draft related question. He said, Jake, uh, sorry, uh, Hopper versus Miller, Toot Miller versus Harms, one, two, three. Oh, Jesus. You're going Harms, I reckon. I am. You going, are big I on know Harms. What I, you know what I'm going I on. I do one. know. I know. I know your body. You know what is interesting? I, so listen to Supercoach Elite's podcast and shout out to, uh, Corey and Bombs if you are listening. Um, they did say that there's no mid prices in there that I would look at. James Harms. I tell you what, if he has a breakout, I'm I'm saying, look, it, great draft value. Never pick him in. I would never touch him in standard. But he's someone that I can see potentially breaking out this year. A very unique pick and has massive draft value. I was looking for him late in our draft yesterday. He just went before my pick. I was like, damn it. <laughs> um, I do love James Harms. I don't think Hopper's going to be a massive super coach player. I think Hopper's best, absolute best. Let's say he's the best version of Hopper. Is say a Callum Ward. No. Where he goes 105. The best version of Hopper is like an Ollie Wines. Well, we're 98, like 100. 100. Yeah, 98, 100. I can't ever see him being a really viable, absolute gun player. I can't I've see got, I've actually got Hopper averaging 90, low 90s this year. Yeah, so, so for me. improving, but. So for me, 1, 2, 3, I would have Harms 1, Hopper 2, Toot Miller 3, only because. Uh, two Miller tagging, and I don't think that's changing. So uh, I'm going uh, Hopper one, Harms two, and Tuki three. Yeah, Har- I think Hopper has the most upside for me, and I think Harms probably has the second most upside. So fair enough. Yep. I mean, Hopper could 
by all accounts, pull an Oliver and go 110. I don't see it, but he has the most potential to actually break, break out. So that's me. Do you have any more on Twitter or no, just that's on the Facebook? For, that's it for the Alright, we've got a couple more on Facebook. So Nelson Moody says, I would like Ben to talk to me. Talk me into starting Grundy and Gorn. Uh, five players you are both going to closely watch in the JLT. Okay, um, that's so fair. That. Yep. Uh, I'll tell you why you can pick Goldie and Gorn. Not many people will. That is also true. Uh, I think one's what's it, 40% and 35% or something or other. So there's a lot of percentage that are choosing one or the other, and they're very expensive, which does not bode well for a lot of people. I agree. Here's why you should, if you are considering it. they If they both start well, and I mean really well, no one's going to have them both. You're going to be so far ahead of everyone else. The except are going to be The great. problem is, is that they are the two of the most expensive players in the whole competition. And it's also the most the position that fluctuates the most out of any other position. So, uh, if you want to risk try it... Try to talk him into it. Yeah, I know. Point. I said talk him in, and then I changed there's it the, into talking in. There's out, one so. reason why you should start him, is because I don't think there's anyone going to be close to one and two. I still think that um, at, at Goldstein's absolute ceiling of 110, let's say this year, you reckon absolute ceiling Goldie, of 110? Goldie, yeah, yeah, 110 for me. Even then, I think that Gorn still averages 115. At the minimum, yeah. which is 12 points per game drop. It's, that's a large drop, right? Yeah. So I can still see him still being, at, at the very least, the second best Ruckman of the year. Yep. So here's my other option, which is what I was toying up with. I want I want Gorn. I want him as quick as I can, but I want him to drop in price. Start with Goldie. Goldie holds his value because Goldie is reliable. Then pretty much when Gorn, when Gorn drops... Don't waste that trade. Oh, I would. Don't, oh, you might. Well, well he drop, if, he drops, if Gorn drops 150k... Then you've made 150k in one trade. Well, you haven't made that money. No, That's... well, as in you've you yeah. banked it. To start I, with. I if if you if you honestly believe that you're going to gain five points per game for the the rest of the season, then sure, maybe do it. Who knows? I'm not saying it's a good idea, Chris. Uh, I'm that's saying... a pretty shit idea, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> They're some of my finest. Um, last question on uh, on the Facebook before we go but, back, to, and yeah. we've got some questions on on Twitch as well. I might do it, through. and I might go a mid 300. I might go a mid price uh, as my mid five instead of having a primo and then have two primo rocks fair enough yep um so jay uh Kerala says g'day lads uh, i'm going with a different approach in the back line this year what are your thoughts about uh, this strategy and uh he's going with uh brody smith dylan robertson and broadbent as he's uh d3 4 and 5 okay so he's going very deep oh in wow his defense. okay i thought that was his one two yeah three. i was gonna say Woo! oh um, the plan is then to straight swap them to fallen premiums when they reach their peak at about 450k, which is an estimated 83 average, which, so that won't be. So something that you need to realize, Jay, is that when Supercoach super season starts, every single player is overpriced, every single player. And as the season goes down week after week and averages start to come into it, they what they call the magic number goes down. What that means is that... Um, let's say someone was averaging 120 in round one, by round five, they will still have dropped. Even if they hit their 120 every single week, they'll probably have dropped 10K in value. So they actually do just go down in value until about round eight or nine, I think it is, where that's the happy medium. So everyone will go down in price. That is guaranteed. So an 83 average that you're looking at now is probably more like going to be a 450K and 85, 86, 87. Just so you know, that's how Supercoach works. Um, so sure it's best case scenario type stuff, but he's interested in hearing what I say. So I actually had a look at something similar to this. So this is why I like this sort of what, going to defense? D5 with, um, no, D, D, going to D5 in defense. Right. 
Um, I had it a lot deeper. I had, I still had, and ha- these guys haven't changed. I had Lloyd and Sicily at, at one and two. I remember making a joke on Twitter about going five deep. <laughs> you did, right? So, um, uh, and then I had uh, Ryan. Um, then I had uh, Williams, and then I had Smith at five. Um, so this is a slightly different take on that. Now, whilst I love the approach from a pure thinking about it outside the box sort of thing, I think Broadbent is undervalued as well. Um, I think that the rookies that you're going to have this year are going to be close to averaging the same for 200 grand less or 150 grand less, which means that that D5 spot, which is Broadbent, I think is 290k. Oh, yeah, just short, I think, 289. Yeah, yeah so I mean, you're 110k to Sam Collins, who's probably going to average around 80. Like, I can't see Broadband at his age averaging 80 plus. Mm. I can't see it. I mean, if you can see him averaging 85 plus, maybe it's worth it. Even at his best, was nearly like 85. Yeah, like, like that's what I mean. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he has his games where he busts out of 110, and then he has his 60s and 70s, and yeah, it's like a classic defender. So, what you've got to realize is the, def- the, the rookie defenders that are, are currently looking like, and this is pre JLT before we actually have any real raw data about what they're going to do. They're looking like they're going to be able to average around about 80 on field. So I'm talking Marty Hall and Sam Collins. And, and I think those two guys probably need to be on field for everyone if they're playing round one. Now, having said that, if they don't rock up round one... Yeah, catch you later. Then you could go that that five deep. Free and, for all. Yeah, go nuts. But that's what I'm thinking at the moment. I think you're probably better off investing your money elsewhere. All right, let's switch it back over and see if anyone's been commenting about some of our nonsense. Excellent. Uh, all right, so we do have a few here. Ooh, they didn't even see that, Chris, did they? The screen. What? Yeah, no. Oh, no, the screen, no. They weren't on Facebook, no. Oh, okay, no, correct. No, I didn't do that on purpose. Ah, fair enough. Uh, all Would've right. Been good. So, uh, we've got uh, K Colo 18 who was on our last retreat, so thanks, yes. Kato. He said, I appreciate the interactive stream, so thanks very much. Thank you also. Um, we always remember Kate Collin. Thank you very much. Ice Truck Killer just shouted out the uh, league, the Twitch league code as well. Ah, nice. Thank you very much for the Twitch league code. Is yeah. it, did he say there's a room or is it full? No, there is room. Ooh. Uh, well, we'll see. Now, um, what we also will do is we will stop the Twitch recording and we're going to add a podcast specific lead after the end of this. So anyone that listens to our podcast will be able to listen to this and say, hey, the podcast is, uh, code is X. Well, so now they're going to know it's at the end. Well, I mean, all they've got to do is stay up for another few hours and they'll be able to hear it straight in the podcast. That's true. <laughs> uh, although you're going to have to get it off YouTube because it won't be on uh, sound or on No, nah, it'll be podcast specific. It's not YouTube. Oh, so you're going to do that? Okay, we'll do that. What are you talking about? No, it's in podcast. Yeah, podcast specific. I'm saying you release it to YouTube before it goes onto Spotify and everything. SoundCloud, Spotify. Yeah, but I'll probably like... just update, upload the direct track from Twitch straight to YouTube. So it won't have the ad- added extra. Uh, anyway, all good. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm sure you can just, just discuss it. Down, you can just discuss it with admin Stonesy. Yeah, yeah, right. Very <laughs> cool. Um, did you... Uh, so we've had uh, from Sir Black Knight. Did you dye your eyebrows too? <laughs> <laughs> no, my eyebrows are my natural colour, but thank you very much for asking. They are very well sculpted. Um, Grundy will not average more than 115 this year. I don't know about that, mate. I'll take that bet. Stones, you get your act together, boys. Come on, Stones. Um, would you go Nank or Goldie? Now, Goldie. He's a Goldie man. I'm a Nank man. Goldie for consistency, durable, and he's been there before. I'm picking Nank for a breakout. I think he's going to beat Goldie this year. I think they're big on the Goldie train, but I honestly believe that, I mean, Nank's got the better midfield. He's got the, uh, he's got the sole ruck. 
Well, come on. North have just spent so much money on their midfield, Chris. He also was number one for free kicks against last year. So all he has to do is tidy that up and there's 10 points per game. No, nah, he's got the Mumford bug. Ah, uh, no way. Breaking nah. the skulls. Um, all right. Uh, we've got, I think Taranto could be the next uh, breakout. I love Taranto as a breakout. Yep. I don't have the balls to do it myself. I love other people out there doing it. Great, great draft choice. Yeah, I'd go in a draft. Great sure. draft choice. Um, absolutely tore it up in the um, interclub with Sydney, and uh, I will be watching the JLT. Do I think he's going to be a one ten averaging player? Which is my mi- so my benchmark is if I'm starting them, yeah. they must 110. absolutely must be able to average. Well, otherwise, he could just pick a bunt and belly. Well, Zorko's there, yeah, five twenty k. He's only like twenty five or thirty k more than Tim Taranto. Yeah, I'll just go Zorko. Yeah, like I there. know he's been he's there, been there. twice. Yeah, you know what he's going to be able to produce. Like you know, I I can't do it myself, but I can see why other people are doing it. And if you're in the position where you've got, you know, 485k, I think that's what he is, and you want to go, uh, you've got one midfielder to, to fill, I can understand why you would do it. Yeah, makes sense. But we'll see. Um, yeah, we've got Goldie averaging 128 back to 2015. No, nah, I don't think that's going to happen, mate. Uh, get your act together, boys. Stonesy, marathon effort. Oh, thanks very much, mate. Uh, yeah, it is a marathon effort tonight. We've um, we've gone quite along, so we won't get colder for much longer. No worries. And then the last one is uh, T-Man Hawk says, uh, cheers for Twitch stream. He's been playing SC for over 10 years. He's only been ranked overall twice around... Um, 2,000 or 2... What's it, 2%? 2,000, so I have a lot to prove. Yep. Look, well, I think... It's, it's new for us as well, the Twitch stream, but it sounds really good, and I'm, in, I'm enjoying this as well. So yeah. I think it's... I think it will be the way to go forward. I think as the years go, people will be more interactive. Now that technology has really afforded us... Uh, these kinds of it's uh, true. streams, it's, I think it's great. Now, before we jet off, we're about to uh, leave this uh, chat, and we uh, hope we've given you a lot to take away with, a lot to watch in the JLT. Um, that's the whole purpose of this pod, to give you guys the uh, guys to look at and um, and, and analyse over the JLT. I, there, uh, we will uh, put it on our Facebook account, but we retweeted a fantastic sheet of yes. rookie uh, watch lists um, on our Twitter, and it was from a guy called Damo. I think he's part of SC Talk. Sorry, Damien, if I got that wrong. Um, absolutely amazing spreadsheet. Basically, every single rookie that you want to be watching out for in each individual team is on that sheet. Yes. Have a look at it because that's really that's what you want to be watching. If by now you don't know what premiums you want, the only thing you should be looking for is role change. So do not worry about the scores for your premiums because it doesn't matter. No, and it's all scaled as well. Scores do not matter in JLT for premium yeah. selection. And there's usually less time, so it gets scaled a little yeah. bit too. So. What matters is what role they're playing. Yes. So if you see them behind the ball, that that's different. If you see them in, in playing more forward yeah. time, that's different. Yeah, if you see Whitfield in the forward pocket, run. Yeah, light, right? 100%. Um, so with premiums, it's all about what their role is. With rookies, it's all about also what their role is, but what are they scoring? What's their scoring potential looking like against senior bodies? And that's why the JLT is important. Yep. So if you want to head on to our Twitter, it's right there as a one of our retweets. Just go through our scroll. We will obviously post that to our Facebook page as well so that you have something there to look at too. Yeah, Ben McKay is not even in spreadsheet. Buckets will be playing, I reckon, round one. They need him. They yeah. have no one at North, so I reckon Buckets has a good job security at this point in time. I do think so, but I don't think his scoring price is going to yeah, be Yeah, as a fullback, who knows nah. how he's going to score. However, intercept yeah, marks... Would not be touching him. Intercept marks. Just, well, I mean, I'm considering it. I'll, I'll watch him. If I'll he's watch again. If he, I'll, I'm watching for him. Just if he I, goes crazy, then I want sure. Him, I want him to do well. Not yeah. because uh, not so much for Supercoach, but I just actually want him to do well. So yeah. I don't know. I'll make buckets. Ben McKay. So let's go for it. 
Uh, so that's the Twitch League that is up, back up again. Back up again is a Twitch League on screen if you do want to uh, yep. have a look at that. Otherwise, and I'm leaving Chris in charge of when he releases this other league code because I have no idea what you're planning. I'll just we'll just record a little audio. We'll be I just created the league and Chris is taking over. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, guys. Had an awesome time tonight, yes. and we will see you next week after our review of the JLT one. I know, and, and our post draft special, which is going to be pretty cool. Yes, um, and we're also going to do a little bit of a, a pre-record, maybe even on. Um, on Twitch again on Sunday. Yeah, for our draft league. So maybe we maybe we should do like some individual Twitch stream. Although you could probably sneak in and watch we can, it. We can our strategies, like our little hey guys, our little pre-draft strategy. Well, you could do Facebook Live, and I could do Twitch, and we could just both mix it up. We just got so That's many true. ideas, so many cool things to do, and we're really thankful for yep. ridiculous amounts of people in our Twitch stream today, and that hopefully you guys had some benefit out of it. And so much variety, unlike Chris's hair color choice. So <laughs> thanks again. It's Peace Mousy out. Brown. Enjoy JLT is tomorrow. <laughs> I'm very excited. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Right, Catch you later. Hello and thank you for sticking around. It is time to announce our 18-man, 18-person, should I say, uh, league code. So um, jump in as quick as you can, quick as a flash. Chris and I. When we say 18, we mean 16 because we've already taken two spots. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Two (laughs) spots there. So write this down. Be very quick. Get your trigger fingers ready. It is nine zero eight three nine five. I repeat, that is nine zero eight three nine five. Good luck and may speedy God be with you. Luda. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 